With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. with the best this is original native radio and you know thursdays is the tower of tantra welcome 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 and we are in love with everyone who tunes in to zoom in each and every thursday night get up on your feet for you early birds sitting on the front row put your hands together we love you what i'm talking about this is a dream come true it is a dream come true when people are showing up to show up, you know, it's a difference just to show up to say you were in the place, but doing the work and showing up in those particular avenues is one of the greatest um, things that I could say that I have been a part of. I'm not even saying I accomplished it, but I want to say me being a part of this is, for me, just like one of my own personal dreams to have my voice going out across the galaxy, to have people tuning in to Zoom in each and every Thursday night, really now every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, and Sunday night to get a full dose of Coach Kair. Sunday we have the Academy of Cosmophysics over on the Abundance Child Network, which is blogtalkradio.com forward slash Abundance Child. That's every Sunday at 8 o'clock. Then I give myself the day off on Monday. And then Tuesday we have Symptometry. You can go to www.symptometrybooks.com to catch all those episodes, 21 episodes in a row and still counting and definitely not losing steam at any spot. Wednesdays at 9 or 9.30, it depends. That's the Coach Kyer Show. And right now the present subject is Illuminati money, such a large topic. So we've really been going in on Illuminati money, how to think about it, how to get it, how to share it, how to circulate it. We've had some fabulous guests on there, Dr. Jewel Pulcom, the Mooney Twins. We talked about prosperity and tantra and and sexual transmutation and all kinds of good stuff how to really apply these lessons that we've been catching on and then of course every thursday the tower of tantra with master yao morris and myself coach k thank you all for continue joining us the call in number is 347-205-9089 our sponsors are MasterYao.com, as well as RelaxationIsTheKey.com, and CoachKair.com, K-H-A-Y-R, as well as OriginalNativeRadio.com. And, boy, do we have some surprises coming up in the works in my network. I also got to give a super, super big shout-out 
to my man Hotep from HustleUniversity.com, as well as ReachThemToTeachThem.com. He's all about the children. If you have some children that need some leadership and some educational roles, please go check out ReachThemToTeachThem.com. If you are an enterprising, young or old, entrepreneurial-minded set person and you're tired of working for Mr. Charlie and you're trying to take the ceiling off your income, go over and check out HonestHustle.info. HonestHustle.info. And I'm just suggesting right now everybody get that brand, your swag. With Mercury being in retrograde right now, people are being able to see the vision of what they desire, the torch of the torch of Leo was lit when Mercury went into retrograde, so all our thoughts right now upon this period, this is not a time to be afraid. This is a time to be creative. So, And if you do need to get a consultation or astrological reading, whether it deals with where your Mercury is at and what, what, is, your, what is your Mercury retrograde theme, which will really save the day for you, or you want to know about your astro harmony between you and your partner, and uh, I've been doing uh, the requests for those have been going up lately since now we've been having a lot of practitioners who are in couple relationships and they want to look at their natal charts um, in a in a view of noticing what planetary energies that they bring to one another in a relationship and how can they maximize as they form a power couple. Um, that's just been really getting a fabulous response. Or if you just need somebody with to help you um, in, as you shift from one paradigm to another. Go to Coach K Appointments, CoachKAppointments.com, and book a service. If you need 30 minutes, or if you need an hour, or whatever you need, just go ahead over there and book a service and um, just call Coach Kyrie and we'll take care of it. Now, without further ado, I can't keep going on and on and on. I got somebody I got to bring into the building. That's right. Y'all put y'all hands together for my coach. He's really the star. He's the star of the – he's the star. I'm trying to find something that rhymes with star. Hmm. We'll figure it out later. But he's the star of the show. And I want y'all to put y'all hands together because he is too sweet to be sour, the man of the hour. Y'all put y'all hands together for Master Yao Morris. It's awesome, baby. Y'all, they going crazy over you around here. What'd you do to him, man? The crowd is going crazy. What happened? You, are, are, are you passing out free $100 bills or what? Did people start realizing the value of Tantra? What's happening? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Coach Kaya. Uh I love the work you're doing, and I just want to give you props for, you know, consistently and without hesitation, you know, standing up for the truth. Um, a lot happens off the radio that your listeners don't see. And uh, I can just tell them right now that Coach Kyrie is doing a lot of stuff for a lot of people that's making an absolute difference in people's lives. So I want to give a brother props. And uh, this show tonight, I'm pumped, I'm psyched. I've been getting a lot of love from the people out there. Last week, we started getting more and more orders from overseas. We've got a following up in Canada now. And uh, as a consequence of all of the requests, I'm now converting my office into a broadcast facility so that I can Skype. And we're going to be doing a, a class series in September for people who can't get to the other cities. So um, I sent out an email this week 
and I'm going to be sending out emails overseas here in a couple of days, inviting people who desire to take the class series on uh, Skype. And uh, they'll be able to interact with me, ask questions. It's going to be uh, broadcast in real time. And this is, you know, uh, as a response to what the people have been, the support that people have been giving me. So I'm very, very grateful. I'm very humble right now. And, um, you know, I'm feeling really, really good. So tonight, what we're going to be talking about is the brain. We're going to be talking about the brain and how sound affects the brain. So specifically, we're going to be talking about the brain mostly. And near the end, we're going to be talking about how the brain is affected by mantra. That's chance, mantra, special words, special sounds. So tonight, I'm going to be talking about the mysticism of sound. A lot of people hear those terms and whatever, and hopefully tonight we're going to put some some extra meaning into that because uh, I'm going to break it down for you in a way that, you know, they broke it down in the old mystery schools at the disc with the indigenous men, medicine men, whatever, how they have these chats by the riverside with the apprentices and they tell them, all of these things, all of these mysteries. Tonight we're going to have one of those sessions. You might want to have a pen and notebook handy because some of the things I'm going to be telling you, you can use them right now. Because I know some of our listeners out here by the emails I've been getting are not novices. They uh, did not, you know, just start uh, their journey into the tantric world with me and this program. They already had some knowledge. They've already been practicing. They've already been doing some stuff. So for those people who already have a little foundation in Tantra, I believe, very, and I'm hoping, that they will find the information I'm going to give out tonight practically useful. When I'm talking about the brain, I'm going to go back and do a little teeny bit of a review. And when I talk about the brain, I'm talking about that gray matter up in your head. Now, a lot of people confuse the brain with the mind. Not the same. Your mind is a stream of consciousness. It's not physical. And it's separate from the brain. So you would think of the mind as the software in a computer. It's ethereal. And you would think of the brain as the hardware. That stuff that you can actually touch. So in your body... The brain is that part that's actually physical, and the mind is that part that's intangible. You can't touch it. They interact, and you know this feeling as consciousness. And the reason that you're able to be conscious, the reason that the brain can be affected by the mind is because of the tower. I'll say that again. The reason that a a dead person, mind, can't connect with his brain after he's dead is because the tower is not there to make the connection. So the reason the cells can no longer process energy after a person dies is because the tower 
is no longer there to make the energetic connection. So once a person dies, the tower leaves, the spirit leaves, the person's dead, they're not animate, and the brain is disconnected. You, you, you almost might say that the brain is unplugged from the mind. And when the brain is plugged into the mind, when you're alive, because of the tower, the tower is always trying to align the brain to the mind. And one of the most practical things we can know when we get on a particular path, when we're trying to do tantra work, is how to better align the brain with the mind. And it sounds pretty simple. You're saying to yourself, well, Master Yao, <laughs> you know, um, my brain is pretty aligned, I think. I'm doing a pretty good job of thinking. I mean, you know, I go to sleep, I wake up, and I'm doing all kinds of complex stuff. I'm driving, driving my car, operating my cell phone, operating my computer, doing my job, having conversations, and all that's good. But there are better and higher ways that we can put the brain into use. So we can make some changes in the tower through the brain. The brain is one of those portals into the tower. So let's just talk about the brain a little bit. First and foremost, the brain is a battery. That's what the brain is. The brain is a battery. So when you plug your computer in, you're, you're plugging your computer in because in order for your computer to compute, in order for the software to react with the hardware and put something on your screen, you have to have electricity. So the brain is a battery that requires high-quality water and amino acids. So these amino acids are things like L-arginine, L-tryptophan, L-thorazine, L-arginine, and uh, uh, L-cysteine, L-methionine. These are amino acids. L-arginine is probably one of the most important ones. And these amino acids, when they're in the brain, and you have the proper balance of brain and water, the brain makes things called neurochemicals. And these neurochemicals have a controlling impact on orgasm, healing the reproductive area, and on our emotional state. When you find a man who's overly aggressive, oftentimes it's partially precipitated by an imbalance in his brain chemistry, his brain neurochemicals, because his amino acid profile is off. There are certain amino acids he's not making enough of or they are blocked from getting into the brain. And therefore, the person is having an excess of one neurochemical and a, not enough another neurochemical. As a consequence, he is able to express anger, dissatisfaction, and frustration, but not equally able to express peace, satisfaction, pleasure. Same thing with some women. When the woman is not able to have proper levels of orgasm, not able to sleep properly, not able to do certain things as such as be receptive or feminine, then we know that certain brain neurochemicals are not in adequate supply. So rule number one, 
You have to have the right water in the brain. You have to have the right amino acids in the brain. And the biggest problem people have with amino acids is that as they live an unnatural life and eat an unnatural diet, they are not producing these amino acids because their pancreas and spleen are compromised. One of the main reasons that this happens is excess sugar in the diet and other toxins in the diet, such as free radicals, which gradually erode the ability of the pancreas. The pancreas is so important, we don't talk about it much. The pancreas produces three or four key enzymes which turn the food you eat into amino acids. I'll come back to that. Another major problem, another major thing that the brain does is that the brain tries to make it easier for the mind to do what it does in the body. And how does it do this? The brain produces something called dendrite patterns. And these dendrite patterns are very, very interesting, something that I've been studying for a long time, and I'm just on the threshold of understanding it. That's, I'm just, I've got a long, long ways to go. But what happens is, if you look at a four-year-old boy tying his shoelaces, when you tell him how to tie his shoelaces, the first time he ties his shoelaces, it takes him a long time, and he, he doesn't necessarily get it right because his mind is doing it alone. And the second time his mind is doing it alone, but maybe it's a little bit easier to do. By the fourth or fifth time, he is not completely doing it with his mind. The brain kicks in and the subconscious mind kicks in. The more you repeat anything, whether it's your heartbeat, tying your shoelaces, walking, or riding a bicycle, the more you repeat any activity, the more the brain develops a dendrite pattern to copy the firing of all the neurons, all of the connections, to help you do this activity without thinking about it. These are brain dendrite patterns. Therefore, by the 50th time that four-year-old boy ties his shoelaces, he is no longer thinking about how to do it his fingers automatically know the pattern and ten thousands of ten thousands of neurons fire in a particular sequence and he's able to tie shoelaces almost without thinking about it. He reaches down. He's not even looking at his shoelaces. He ties them. Why? Because the brain has developed a dendrite pattern for that job. The same thing with walking down steps, riding a bicycle the first time, or driving home from work. After the 30th time of driving home from work, you don't even think about it anymore. It's automatic. Now, this, for the most part, helps us. But when we get to the age of approximately 30 or thereabouts, we have developed so many of these brain dendrite patterns where the brain has left a, a, like a trace to mimic a certain series or sequence of neurotic connections where the synopsis from one neuron in one part of the brain reach over and send a signal to another. And we have so many of these complex patterns in the brain that they begin to become a problem. And our life today is so complicated 
And we have so many things that we need to know how to do so well that today we're not farmers where our brain dendrite patterns are, you know, hoeing the, 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 or planting seeds or shucking corn or something simple like that. Our brain dendrite patterns have become complex. And after a while, they become a burden. Now, the brain dendrite patterns of tying the shoelaces is not the problem I'm talking about. I'm talking about the brain dendrite patterns for dealing with other human beings, for sexual activity, uh, for eating, our appetites, and our personality. So we begin to react a certain way to the opposite sex. We say, every time, uh, when I was a teenager, every time when I wore a short dress, men responded to me badly, or at least that was my perception of it. So by the time I become 30, I I develop a brain dendrite pattern that says, do not wear short dresses because you will have a negative outcome. Therefore, consciously I don't even think about it. But when I go to the store to buy clothes, I buy pants and long dresses, things that don't flatter my figure. Therefore, when I go to be attractive to the opposite sex, I am hampered. My, My level of choices is restricted. And I believe that I am making a choice each time to do that, but in reality, the brain defaults back to your dendrite pattern, and you are stuck in a cycle of behavior that not, does not necessarily reflect your mind. So in your mind, you're thinking, I want that man to notice me, to come over and talk to me. But you are limited in what you're able to do about it because the brain dendrite patterns are running you. A man sees an attractive woman. He starts to engage in sex. Everything is like, bam. She readily submits to him. The panties are off. He's penetrated. Everything is like going great. And six minutes into the act, the brain dendrite pattern kicks in and says, I cannot go more than... 12 minutes because this woman is too sexy for me or I don't have confidence in myself or I'm afraid of becoming too emotionally connected to her. And the man reaches a place where he can't control himself, ejaculation occurs, orgasm occurs, sexual act is ended. So the man is desiring to continue In his mind, he believes he should be able to continue. He's healthy enough to continue. But the brain dendrite pattern that he has established over many years will kick in, defaults, and he doesn't continue. Now, that's not as simple as that. But what I'm basically saying is that after a certain point in our life, our brain dendrite patterns can hamper us and, in fact, do hamper us. And then we develop so many brain dendrite patterns where the brain automatically has these automatic reflex actions that after a while we're fenced into a box and people say we have issues and then we find that our relationship opportunities begin to shrivel up. 
The power, however, can change that. And by taking the class and by doing things like that or engaging in Tantra, the brain dendrite patterns are disrupted because you must understand the tower controls the brain. The brain does not control the tower. The mind can control the brain if we give it permission to. But normally the mind does not erase dendrite patterns because the mind is just like a car going over a highway. When you're driving a car over a highway, you don't stop and think, why don't we build a new highway? Or why don't we, this highway is no good. This highway is take, not taking me where I want to go. We don't realize that until we get to the dead end and we can't go any further. And we're like, this, this, is, not, this is not Chicago. I was trying to get to St. Louis. Okay? We don't stop and think that the road should have been changed or the signs on the road. By the time we realize the problem, it's already too late. So the mind is not in the habit of changing the dendrite patterns because for the most part, in the early part of our life, these dendrite patterns are put there to help the mind. So through Tantra, we do exercises to help us erase dendrite patterns that are no longer serving us. And this is a very, very important part of tantric practice. So I've often said to people, you cannot do tantra simply by learning the techniques. It's not enough. You can raise the kundalini, you can understand the techniques, and you can attempt to engage in them. But if you don't deal with the organ systems, the blood, the uh, brain and the brain dendrite patterns, the counterfeit personality, the energetic DNA uh, scenario, the architecture of the tower, things just don't work out the way that you want them to. So the brain dendrite patterns and the subconscious mind are an important part of achieving Tantra, of becoming Tantra. We say that um, part of Tantra is learning the techniques. And the techniques can be complex or simple. But equally important in learning Tantra is becoming Tantra. And by becoming Tantra, we always say you must return to your original DNA template. To the extent that you return to your original DNA template is the extent to which you become Tantra and are able to practice it. So in Tantra, the man helps the woman erase her dendrite pattern by projecting energy into her energy field, her auric field, in a particular type of way. This is one of the portals to the tower, and it changes her tower. It breaks up these dendrite patterns. It breaks up the, the blockages that are stopping her energy from moving. And then the woman has the opportunity of defaulting back to her original programming, her original DNA template, before she develops these dendrite patterns. And this is what happens in the program we call Second Puberty. So when we're looking at these dendrite patterns, the key is that when the dendrite patterns are broken up, in a matter of weeks, they will reestablish themselves if you don't behave differently. So there's a point at which you have to force yourself with your mom to act differently. You have to force it. You have to go against the grain. 
You have a dendrite pattern that says, I am fat. So you're a man, you're 40 pounds overweight, you got a gut. And some, a woman does energy work on you, she projects her energy into your field and helps to break up the old dendrite pattern, dismantle them, disable them. And then they begin to start to come back. But if the man then says to himself, I believe I am my original self, I believe I am the self I was as a young man, and he begins to act like this, he begins to exercise, he begins to eat differently, he begins to see himself as he used to be, what happens is that the dendrite patterns don't reestablish themselves completely. They may come back to a limited extent, but they begin to go back to their original programming more, and guess what happens? The man loses weight and establishes a new dendrite pattern for his weight. And once he establishes this, this, this new dendrite pattern for his weight, whatever weight he uh, loses, whatever weight he gets to during a period of change, that's the weight his body then begins to try to keep him at. It's like setting a thermostat. Once you set the thermostat at a different temperature, the furnace tries to keep the house at that temperature. Same okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me get in right there. So pause pause it right there because you got a hot topic and you 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 the information is so solid but I got to ask a question from me in the chat room because you moved the dendrite uh pattern to losing weight well us men and women want to know about the dendrite pattern of oh she oh she's so fine I came too fast I ejaculated too fast because the point that you made about is so important that once we go through second puberty, that if we don't practice, then that old dendrite pattern will return. I remember you told us two weeks ago in Atlanta that the changes that people felt there are not permanent because they must be reinforced. Can you go back to the um, part, because you just... You you address half of it with the male. So the male has a dendrite about, um, oh she's so fine. I don't know if I'm gonna make a heart connection. She may want my money. Oh I don't oh 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 oh. And then he has an orgasm early on. And then the woman, if she's if she you know quote unquote is fine like that, that's happened to her before. Like some of the ladies said in the chat room, and they said they feel frustrated. And so the the feeling of frustration. Um, I'm assuming it starts to form a dendrite pattern. So even though it's, it's only is one event, two dendrite patterns are um, are formed and supported. They're not agreeable dendrite programs. What I call them is disagreeable because I don't do it positive and negative. So it's a disagreeable dendrite. Can you talk for a second, or are you going to get to that part about um, in the second puberty of um, how we as women, women and men must go into deprogramming and then reprogramming that. And please emphasize once again that if we get it right one time, you get with this fine woman and she's just dropped dead gorgeous and you normally come quick, but you didn't even have an orgasm that night. Y'all had sex for about two good hours and you put her to sleep, you know, and she's all happy, you know. But that dendrite pattern of success that she has and he has, is not permanent. Can you can you go back and build on that 
particular section right there because the losing weight is a good subject, but the premature ejaculation due to the dendrite program is like very very critical because a lot of women they get it in their head oh well he can't have a second chance and now if the couple's married oh my god now she can't get a divorce because it's an embarrassment and she has the fake orgasms i heard a young lady last weekend down at the blue butterfly said she had faked orgasms in her marriage for eight years for eight years so i can just imagine what kind of uh, disagreeable dendrite pattern that she had in her mind so could you Keep us on the dendrite. Keep us on the set on the second puberty, but kind of stay on that area there for just a second. The part about the premature ejaculation and the result um, for the man and the woman. I could do whatever you tell me to, Kyrie. Absolutely, that's what <laughs> that's what we'll do. <laughs> um, let's start by saying this: most men in puberty do not receive high level of sexual acceptance. In other words, um, I mean, in an ideal society, the boy would go through a certain level of training and be isolated from females for until he's about 17 or 18, with some minor exceptions. I mean, in most societies, you know, more than 100 years ago, there was not a great deal of mixing. I mean, you lived out someplace on a farm or isolated. You didn't see a lot of females. You might see some females at school or something like that, but interaction between the sexes was strictly controlled in most societies up until about 40 years ago. Therefore, you know, what they did was they recognized that you had these, these needs, so they got you ready for hooking up with a female, and basically you courted, you went through a period of courtship, and then you got married, and you had a sexual partner. Today, it's different. Today, we're sort of left on our own. And so by the age of 13 or 14, most boys get to a place where they understand, I have these sexual urges, and so they go out on a quest trying to fill them. And most of them meet with frustration and rejection. So... Approximately 30 to 25% of the men, uh, for whatever reason, they look better, they have more access to females, they know how to talk, they have a high level of confidence, whatever it is, they are able to get these females. And so for those 30% of the men who have a tendency to be more of the alpha males, if you will, they develop the right dendrite pattern or better dendrite pattern. And what happens is, some of them then have problems, but they're better able to overcome them and, and move forward with a proper sexual profile. Uh, and then what, the, what happens to many of them is the ego kicks in, and they become egotistical because they're, they're good in bed. And so what we have for the most part, once you get to 21, you have a group of two men, basically the select men and the non-select men. You have a small minority of the men, 25 to 30%, who get the booty calls and who are used to pleasing women, and women talk about it. They, they, they know which men are the ones giving out the good loving, and that, those are the ones getting all of the attention. And the other 70% of the men have faulty brain injury patterns 
which leads to such things as impotence, premature ejaculation, or inability to ejaculate at all, or just disconnection from the female where they're having sex, but they're not feeling a lot of pleasure from it, and they're really, they'd rather walk the game. So how do we change that? It's, it's not difficult to change it. If the man is attracted to the woman, and the woman is, is doing tantra to him, is projecting tantra to him on the table and in the bedroom, then the man's dendrite patterns will change. And I've, I've done this, you know, several times last year and several times this year, several cases where, you know, the women have followed instructions, and what they do is they project the tantra energy on the table to the man, you know, for a couple of weeks, and then in the bedroom they begin to project it, and they find without fail that the man's premature ejaculation stops. In other words, he improves. But if the man doesn't believe in himself and doesn't believe that he can change permanently, the pattern comes back. So it's important that the man, at that point in time, where the pattern starts to change, that he believes and that, that his original DNA does not prematurely ejaculate. If he does not have that belief, if nobody has ever told him that, he will be okay for four or five weeks and gradually slide back into the old dendrite pattern. And what's more, the female does experience a great level of frustration. Why? Because the female dendrite pattern is, is as such. The female dendrite pattern is sex is a commodity. Therefore, the more attractive I am, the harder the man should work in order for me to have sex with him. And basically what this does is, is this sets up the problem. So when she gets to the place where she finally does have sex with the man, it's usually with someone from the select group, and then what happens is the man does not respect her. In other words, he gets the booty, and then he moves on to the next one because he's not trying to get tied down. So she develops a danger of brain dendrite pattern of if I'm with a man who satisfies me, he's not going to love me. Therefore, the energy that she's projecting during sex is, you know, split. Half of it is saying, please satisfy me. The other half of it is saying, I'm not going to commit myself but so far to this man. Then when she's with the other men, the majority of the men, the, the broadcast is, I don't believe you're going to satisfy me. And when he doesn't, her reaction, even if she fakes orgasm, even if she doesn't say anything, her energetic reaction is severe rejection, which the man's nervous system, tower, and his whole being interprets as in other words, he's being rejected, repulsed. And what this says to him is that uh, he's not capable of producing, of reproducing. He's not capable of, 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 of fulfilling his role as a man. And he begins to spiral down into a place where, you know, uh, he, 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 he defaults back to things like pornography 
fantasy, masturbation, and such. Now, if the woman has a man and he has this issue where he has the brain, brain dendrite pattern of premature ejaculation, impotence, or other such things, or she can tell that he has a force field up during sex, and maybe he can every once in a while laugh long enough, but she doesn't seem to be really into it. And she does do the tantra work on him. The key point is that she needs to be receptive and open and giving long enough for him to make the transition, and vice versa. So if the woman gets to this place where she's like saying, okay, look, I'm really trying to, to, to heal you and get you to a different place, then the man has got to give her the tantra energy long enough so that she can make the transition. What does this look like for the woman? Part of the reason why women don't have good orgasms is because it takes them too long to get aroused. They're so used to rejecting men, pushing them back, that by the time they get to the bedroom and the man gets involved, it takes them 20 minutes fighting against their dendrite pattern before their blood is really circulating, the organs are really producing, they're, they're lubricating properly, and they get to the place where the nervous system kicks in and uh, the G-spot drops, and they're really able to have sex. So if it takes them 20 minutes to get warmed up and the man's done in 12 minutes, well, it doesn't take a math expert to tell you that's a failure a, a, a equation for disaster. So half the fault is the woman not putting up the right energy and taking too long to get ready. So here's the solution to that. When the man is giving her the tonker energy on the table before we even get into the bedroom, he's able, if he understands the proper technique, he's able to get several things to happen. Number one, to get the dopamine receptors in her brain loaded. In other words, unloaded so that, so that when time comes for her to start having orgasms, you, you need to have a dopamine reaction in the brain so that these dopamine things rush in there and strike these receptors with force, and boom. And this, this, is, this is what causes the big feeling of, oh, my gosh. And then that triggers the spasm leading to orgasm. The other very important thing that has to happen that the man does through the paperwork is to get her G-spot to drop. As I said in an earlier broadcast, the G-spot is like a teeny tiny penis. It's about a dime in diameter, and it is not inside the vagina. A lot of people want to think that it is. That's just not the case. The G-spot is right outside the vagina. And in different women, it's, it works differently. Some it's closer, some it's much further back. But what happens is the G-spot gets an erection. And the G-spot, it moves about a half of an inch or so and protrudes, it pushes down inside the vagina once the G-spot pushes inside the vaginal cavity, it can be contacted by the penis, it can be contacted by the energy from the penis, and that triggers the woman's whole vagina to go into a whole other level of activity and sensitivity. So that's the second thing. The third thing is for the man to get that ganglia that's connecting to her bladder and her uterus, to get that ganglia active so that all kinds of nervous signals are being sent through it. And to do that, 
you have to affect the woman's heart. So if the woman doesn't trust you, doesn't like you, uh, doesn't think that you're going to stay around, or whatever her personality structure is, if she's psychopathic, if if she doesn't control you, if she's masochistic, if you're not doing something to take her out of her left brain, or if she's anal, if she doesn't think you can take care of her and keep her secure, whatever's going on in her head, the uterus, the womb, doesn't get into the game. That whole big nerve ganglia is not active. And, and so, so the man's got three things to do prior to getting into the bedroom. And he can do this through table work. So with 10 to 20 minutes of table work, if he can get these things active, then by the time he gets into the bedroom and begins penetration, the woman's already there. She's five minutes from her first orgasm. And okay, yeah. Then, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut your wisdom, but I want you just to give him. We got the long version, and I know number three is he has to bring in the bladder and the uterus ganglia, which is the body of nerves. The second thing is he has to have the G, has the G spot has to drop, and he also has to have the dopamine in the mind. Are those the three? Yes, sir. All right. Just wanted to cover that for the for people out there who may you know may have missed it. But y'all need to have y'all pen and paper like Kyrie. That's why I'm silent over here. I got my red pen and my pad. I I have a Yah Morris notebook, just like the other people over there in the UK and Canada. Coach Kyrie is taking notes too. So uh, I I would suggest no matter what your level of experience with Tantra, there's not too many notes. You can't be because the brother is really dropping some things that a lot of people can use, useful tools, tips, tools, and techniques. Please continue, y'all. She, uh, last thing you, uh, you were at, she's five minutes away from having an orgasm after just uh, 10 to 20 minutes of table work. Oh, and by the way, some people are thinking, do I have to have a massage table? What if I don't have a massage table, y'all? You can do it in a chair. You can do it standing <laughs> up. I like to press them up against the shower door. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like uh, bend them over the couch. I mean, <laughs> don't get me started. I could come up with all kinds of places. No, you don't need no table. In fact, you don't want it on the table because you might not make it to the bedroom. So, you you know, use your imagination. Tire. The best thing is to tire up. That's the best thing. Tire up to the chandelier and fling that joint. <laughs> and that's what with the energy Or put a stripper pole in the bedroom Or swing Swings are real nice Put you a nice swing and swing her Do something to get her out of her, her, her left brain But no, you don't need a table Just sit down in the chair and do it You can do it while she's washing dishes That was another favorite I'm telling you, sex at the sink is off the chain Because you can take that water thing That little sprayer thing And spray her right down there and you might get the floor a little wet, but who the heck cares? Tell me, you want, you want to get a woman out of her left brain, take that little spray-up thing you use to wash dishes, don't spray it too hard, and just get the water half, like kind of warm. You don't want to spray it with cold water. <laughs> get her while she's washing dishes, give her that energy work because she loses focus and can't focus on the dishes no more, then pull the panty down about a couple inches and spray right on that clitoris, and that will take a right out of that left brain completely. Believe me, I'm talking from experience. And so, and then continue the energy work and then carry her into the bedroom. Don't walk her in there because 
As soon as she starts walking, she's got to use her brain again in the left brain. So carry the heifer into the bedroom and say something to her in her ear the whole time. I'm just blowing her. I don't know, you know, rough flowers on her, spray whipped cream, keep her busy. So by the time you get in the bedroom, she's ready to roll. And then, you know, you just get, get down to business. So uh, the, the, the key to this is there's got to be a mutual healing during this transitional period. So let's say you're a 12-minute man, okay, which, which is not very good. So, and then you get up to 20 minutes. But every once in a while, you, you have a bad scenario. So the woman has got to, don't, don't even worry about that. She's got to immediately put him back someplace and project energy into his prostate gland. So when, when you're putting energy into the prostate gland, the man, that helps the man to get and keep an erection. So for the man, the woman, you know, she has one little teeny orgasm, but she can't seem to get going again. The man, what you want to do is put her on the chair, table, uh, countertop, I don't know, and the place you want to project energy is use your index finger, the longest finger, and, our, 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 and the finger next to it, and place it right on one of her ovaries. And you want to project energy right there, and in your mind, envision that energy going in and down to the G-spot and, 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 and energizing that G-spot. So when you're doing this, you have to be careful. I'll give you a little secret. When you're energizing the G-spot, you want to find out which ovary is the least active. And, and, and then I would say in 75% of the women, uh, well, let me, give you, let me back up. Okay. The woman's body, if, if you're looking at the woman, if you're facing the woman, or you're the woman. So if you look at the woman's right hand and the woman's left hand, so the left-hand part of her body is the yin part of her body. The right hand, that side of her body, is the yang side of her body. So the nipple on the right is yang. The ovary on the right is yang. And all of that stuff on the right is yang. So if, you, if the woman is too yang, too manly, too assertive, too into a left brain, you want to project the energy into the yin ovary. And that's what's going to cause the G-spot to drop. If you put it on the other ovary, it's going to work, but it's going to take a lot longer. So if you are, if the woman is really, really, really yang, she's too yang, the breast, that the nipple you want to suck on is the left nipple. And that's the one that you want to massage and give the energy to. That's going to cause things to happen. So now, getting back to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the main topic, so what you want to be doing here is you, you want to be partially having fun, and the rest of the time you want to be trying to get a healing, a change, so that it's got to be in sync. If the man is premature ejaculating, the woman has to be working with him energetically. And even if he has a really good session, she still wants to put energy into that prostate area, into that solar plexus area. She wants to be checking his diet. And we talked about that before. I'm not going to get into that. But she needs to be on the case, and it's going to take about 28 days 
for the man to really correct that brain dendrite pattern. If the man can believe in himself and see some level of change over a period of approximately four weeks, then he will develop a new brain dendrite pattern. And then he's all right. And he'll start to gradually go back. He'll keep improving. Same thing with a woman. The woman has a problem, but she is not orgasming vaginally. Once you achieve vaginal orgasm by administering the tantric energy, you need to keep reinforcing that for approximately four weeks. And if the woman believes in herself and she and she can manifest her feminine energy, if she can can resist going back into her game profile, she will develop a new dendrite pattern. The old dendrite pattern tries to come back, but it doesn't. She begins to default back to her original self, her DNA, versus the negative dendrite pattern, and she begins to have vaginal orgasm. Now, so there are other issues that are physical that have to be taken into consideration. We're not going to go into those, but I'll just tell you a little bit about what they are. Fibroids, uh, you know, will, will somewhat interfere with the, the, the movement of its energy. Uh, such things as a cyst and things like that in the prostate gland, or fatty tissue in large prostate, or the man has too many feminine hormones in his prostate, such as estradiol and things like that, or he's eating too much fried chicken with the estrogen in it, and it gets into his prostate, these things interfere. So you've got to deal with the physical part of it too. But the basic law is this. If you have a, a situation with impotence, erectile dysfunction, uh, etc., you're a man, or things like that, or you just don't feel connected to women because you've experienced so much rejection. And there are a lot of men, we had a, a man last week who talked about that, where he just felt so much rejection from women, it's just hard for him to really, even though he gets a good erection in the beginning, it's hard for him to keep it. He just doesn't feel emotionally connected to women, period. So when you're dealing with that scenario, then the woman has to maintain that posture and, and be projecting that energy for four weeks while the man, he has to believe in himself and he has to allow the change. He has to say, I know, I recognize that this is not how I really, really am. And I'm trying, my intention is to be my original self and my intention is for my power to be healed and my intention is for my, day, my brain dendrite pattern to be erased. Okay, so I'm going to stop for a minute and allow us to take questions or whatever because we're going to a, another, we're going to talk about a whole other part of the brain next. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know Kai is getting ready to get his questions on, so if you want to get in line and get in the queue, the call in number is 347-205-9089 and press 1. And don't think that you're just going to put everything in the chat room and I'm going to read it, okay? So I'm going to um, pop over here. And, Camille, you already married. That's what, okay, I'm going to ask a question for somebody who's already in a relationship no, 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 no. I'm going to ask my question first. They can ask their own question. Um, one of the things you said about the women sending the energy to the man's prostrate. Now, 
because I don't want anybody to assume, and I want and clarity is a woman's best friend. Is she sending energy to his prostrate when she's doing table work, or is she sending uh, energy to his prostrate when they are having intercourse, or is she sending energy to his prostrate um, after he has had an ejaculation or prior to? When is when is that time when she is sending um, energy to his prostrate? The best time to do it is before. Now, when you're making love to someone, if you have if you have developed tantric ability by going through the classes and by developing your power internally, you eventually get to the place where you're healing whenever you are making love to someone intimately. But you know, ninety five percent of the women are not there. Just because you're making good love and the man is screaming out pleasure does not mean that you're healing the prostate. In fact, that's, that's rarely the case. So a woman can get to the place where she can learn the technique so that when she's making love to the man, she's healing his prostate. A lot of women think that they are, but that's just not the case. Their power is not developed enough to do it. So the best way to do it is before and on the table, or in other words, while he's sitting in the chair. Uh, but, I mean, a woman can do that in many ways. If she's, if she's having all those sex with the man, she can project the energy to his prostate. It may take a little time for her to get that technique down, but it is possible, and I have heard of women doing it. Uh, she can, you know, uh, the best way to do it is with her hand, with her fingers. Now, you don't want to touch the prostate. A lot of women think that you need to stick your hand up his anus and massage the prostate. Nope. You have to be very careful with that. And you really need to look at anatomy charts and talk to some doctors or some people who have experience with that before you go doing stuff like that, okay? I mean, some people, uh, maybe a prostitute might know how to do that, but I don't think most women know how to do that. So that area in there is very delicate. So you don't want to try to jab your hand up in there you know, trying to get to the prostate. No, the energy from your hand will travel. It does not even have to touch the body. You should probably touch in the beginning, but the touch is light. You barely put your hand there. It's like an electrical wire. You don't have to jam an electrical wire in the socket. All you got to do is push it in there and the electricity flows. So all you got to do is touch the area within two or three inches of the prostate and the energy will flow in there. Because... It's your intention. The energy knows what to do. Now, when you're doing this, the main thing that the woman's got to do is simply be feminine. That's it. When she's projecting feminine energy, it's going to heal the man's prostate and the rest of him and his testes and everything else. The, the, the whole point of it is the way God made us is that feminine energy heals masculine energy. Masculine mm. energy heals feminine energy. It's just automatic. You don't have to do a whole lot. So that what you're going to see is that, like like you play the record, Marvin Gaye talked about sexual healing. Well, that's absolutely true. So if a woman has all four of her archetypes online, her moon, her seated heart, her elegant rose, her treasure chest, the more stuff she's got online, the greater her ability to heal the prostate. In other words, 
If she's working with one archetype, she's working with 25% of her energy. She's working with two, 50%, three, et cetera, et cetera. So a woman with all four archetypes online is a bad mother. And when she's generating that energy, it's going to heal a lot faster. So the more feminine the woman is, and when I say feminine, I mean energetically her four archetypes are active. They're not dormant in her, they're not dormant in her DNA, but she, she hasn't activated them yet. Same thing with a man. The reason that you see these guys able to just uh, sit across the room and give women uh, a happy feeling is because they've got their archetypes online. When, you know, uh, last weekend in Newark, you know, we gave this woman an orgasm. And, uh, and so, you know, my hand was like three feet away from her when she started orgasm. And, you know, the people there were like, damn, how the hell? <laughs> you know, it looks like something out of Star Wars. But the energy, when, when, when you've got all four archetypes online, it's not that you're such a potent male, because I'm not like uh, physically more potent than other men. What, but the fact is that because the archetypes are more online, the energy is more powerful in its, in its frequency so that it will travel a distance. Of course, the woman needs to be receptive to it, or no matter how powerful you are, it's not going to do anything to her. But the energy will travel three feet, easy. In fact, you know, I can sit across the room and project it into the woman. If, she, if, she, if she's sucking that energy in, if she's trying to, if she wants that energy, if she's sitting there desiring that energy, the energy will tend to travel to her. So, uh, um, and women have a, a, a heck of a power with that. And so when you see these young girls walking up the street with these tight dresses on, they are projecting energy. And if they simply learned a few techniques and they learn how to harness that, they could do a heck of a job at healing them. But most of them, you know, they're not really so much interested today. I mean, if they knew, if people talked to them, if the older women would take the time to set them down and talk to them about it, then some of these young girls could be very powerful healers by the time they get to be 25, 30. Because women have, are practicing projecting all the time, except they're just not projecting tantric energy. They are projecting, you know, just their look. And they're not, they're, they're only dealing with the, 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 the lowest part of that vibration, the, the part that deals with your brain stem, the reptile brain, the very basic thing of I have a nice round butt and, you know, and I'm projecting that, you know, uh, I'm, I am what I am. I am. I'm attractive. But, I mean, with just a little bit of transformation, a little bit of evolution, a little bit of learning, she can take the same technique. When she's walking down the street, she is projecting. She is like, she knows people are looking at her. She wants them to look at her. And in order for her to do that, she's projecting out all the time. If you watch... Watch these young girls when they're walking, when they get on the bus or something like that. They're always looking at mirrors, any glass. They're always looking to see who's looking at them. When you see a woman doing that, she is projecting. And so if she learned how to project all of the frequencies, then she could heal. If she, if she wasn't so focused about just how she's being perceived, I want to be perceived as attractive. 
and, and that's a validation for her. And that, that's good, and we're not mad at that, because I like to look at them just like they like to be looked at. But the way that she's projecting, if she could be taught to do that one-on-one for the purpose of healing, it would be a very powerful thing. The same thing. Uh, men project when they're playing sports. So if you see a man, you know, out on the football field practicing, getting ready for the game, he's projecting. He's projecting his power. He's saying, I'm a bad, big, strong man, and I'm going to run a touchdown on your behind. And when he steps up to the plate and the pitcher, you know, starts winding up, he's projecting. He's projecting that you can't throw the ball by me. I'm too powerful. I'm too skilled. I'm going to hit this ball. And if you look at men when they're doing stuff like that where their masculinity is sort of coming to the front, they are projecting. But they're projecting at the very bottom of the spectrum. And with just a little bit of training, with just a little bit of evolution, that man can be projecting a healing energy. But the older brothers have to talk to these young brothers, and and those that are willing to learn, they have to teach them. Okay? Oh, I'm with it. I'm with it. That's that's where the humility part, that's where the humility part uh, comes in because... um, the humility part comes in when you use the word willing to be taught. If the dendrite is too strong and she's not willing to um if she's not willing to be taught, then it won't work. You know, and I think that the the one of the oh, man, I got two callers on the line. God, I'm coming. I'm coming. I got y'all. I got y'all. I got y'all. 347-205-9089-201, you up first, then 610, you up second. But I got to make this comment for the record before I open the lines up, is women, when she's taught that she's projecting, I have so many clients, y'all, that do not realize that they are projecting. Men want to project. Women, I used to say women lie about projecting. Now I'm realizing they're not lying. They don't know. Some women are lying. I would say the, the minority are lying. The game players, oh, I'm just going to game. I'm just going to get out here and put all this makeup on. I'm going to make sure my ass is fat. I'll make sure I'm smelling good. But I don't want nobody to talk to me. That's her negative dendrites. But she's lying. She knows she's projecting, but she says, oh, I'm not projecting. You spend all this money on shoes and all that? You're hunting. I call it hunting. I don't even call it projecting. But the woman who's doing it subconsciously, I think, you know, a lot of women, and then they come up and the man says, oh, your beauty is so natural. And she says, well, I don't even have any makeup on. And he says, yes, you still are beautiful, and I had to come over here and speak, or X, Y, Z. I think me as an intellectual, now this is just me, everybody, so don't jump on y'all and try to beat him up. This is Kair. Being proud of my intellect, sometimes I make uh, partner decisions based off of level of level of education in Tantra, sexuality, femininity. Not your master's degree and Ph.D. don't impress me because... If you can't pick up my projection and you don't understand how you're projecting, I'm like what you just described. I'm looking for that bad mamma jamma where she's got everything online. 
you know, because I've studied it, I've seen it, I've heard about it, I've been close to it, I've even experienced it. So it's almost like when, once you taste the caviar, you're not trying to go back to sardines. So that's just that's just my that's just my particular take on that. Now let me um, if you didn't have a comment on that, I'm gonna go ahead and get to our first caller. Let's get to that first call. All right, caller from the two one zero. Two zero five. Your microphone is open. Thanks for calling in to Original Native Radio. What's your name and where you're calling from? Talking to me. Two zero one two zero five. Hey, what's up? Hi. I can I have your about... can, I, can I have your name and where you're calling from, please? I'm calling from Jersey, and so I want to know more about the erectile dysfunction. What's your name, sweetheart? Mary. Mary? Yeah. Okay. Which side of it do you want to know about? How the women cause it or how uh, the man, uh, uh, from the man's perspective? From the woman's perspective or from the man's perspective? Oh, I guess both. I didn't know they were <laughs> you have to pick. You have to pick one. Which one do you want first, Mary? I want it all. I, well, he didn't go into it enough, so I just want to more about Right. It. But now we're giving you an opportunity. You have to step up to the plate and be specific. Which one would you like first? Would you like the male side or the female side? I want both sides. <laughs> okay, we might be getting ready to go to the next caller. We're asking you to make a choice, please. Which one do you want him to describe first, the female or the male? Okay, the male. Thank you. All right. Um, well, let's see. Um, men, with, you know, if, if a man tries to get out to, with a woman and he's attracted to her and he approaches her and he gets rejected, that is the beginning of erectile dysfunction. Because it, it's like if you go to lift a weight in the weight room, and you can't lift it, and you thought you could lift it, or you wanted to lift it, and you can't lift it, that's the beginning of a failure in physical sports. So, you know, what you do, um, the first time I went in the weight room, we didn't have a weight room in my school. When I went down to the white school and I started going to school there, they had a weight room and no weights. <laughs> so we got a new coach. Because the old coach refused to coach black kids. He quit. So a new white guy came there, and he was coaching us. And he came in and looked at the weight room and was like, where the weights at? So he brought some weights in there. We went in the weight room the first time, and I saw this white boy in there lifting weights. And I thought to myself, I've got to be stronger than him because I'm black. <laughs> and so I sat down there and tried to lift it, and the weights fell on my chest. <laughs> Just stop killing me. I'm like, damn it. So the coach laughed at me, and he said, well, you know, okay, uh, here's the weight like you. Because he was a coach he knew, and he put the weight that I could lift. And so I pushed the weight up. So make a long story short, three months later, I was lifting as much weight as they could put on me. But the coach let me lift the weight that I could lift. And each time I was able to get it up, I developed a dendrite pattern that I could do it. And then he put a little bit more, a little bit more, and a little bit more. It's the same thing with erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction comes about 
because the man wants to get some and can't. So whenever you see all these men out here trying to get some and can't, then you're gradually developing erectile dysfunction. It's just that simple. So then the other thing is when you do get with a woman, you, it's not what you expected as a man. So the man gets with a woman, and he expects that it's going to be pleasurable, that he's going to have an orgasm, and that she's going to be happy. Rarely is that the case. And the more attractive and buff and hunky the brother is, the more he expects that he's going to please a woman. And so the brothers with the biggest problems are the brothers that have got the nice muscular builds, good in sports, and they're making touchdowns on the football field. They get into the bedroom, and they automatically assume that they're going to perform well. And when they don't, they are severely disappointed, severely psychologically damaged. It sets up the pattern later on that leads to impotent erectile dysfunction. So the way to cure erectile dysfunction is the same thing as what the coach did to me in the weight room. When the woman takes a different profile and does not take the man through this whole psychological gauntlet of, i got to take you out to dinner ten times and I've got to drive in this car and we've got to go to that, and then you've got to say this right thing, and then you've got to promise you're going to love me for at least 15 years. They're not, they're not asking you for life anymore, and, but 15 years will do. And you can't, you've got to promise me that you're never going to look at another woman. You've got to promise me this, this, this. you also got to be the same religion as me. You've got to do this, you've got to do that. So when you start doing that, you're guaranteeing that, that by the time he's 35, he's going to have erectile dysfunction. Because men aren't built for that. Men are built for this. They see an attractive woman, they connect with her, they have sex. Just that simple. It's just that simple. And so to the extent that it's not like that, they're going to have erectile dysfunction. And so some other woman at some point in time has got to heal them. It's just that simple. Now, so you want to know the female side of it. The female side of it is when, when you are experiencing sex and the man ejaculates and you are not ready, you, your, your nervous system retains tension. Because here is what sex is. From, if you look at it from the perspective of the first brain circuit, the reptile brain, sex is building up tension, getting a release. When you build up this tension, you are, you are energizing the nervous system, the blood, the brain, and the cells with energy. And then you have to get this energy out. It's like a spring that you press it and you never let the tension off of it. It's not good. So when you build up all of this expectation in the woman, all of this tension in her system, if you don't release it, her nervous system is impaired, is hurt, is damaged. Her hormones are damaged. Her brain is damaged. And the woman gets irritable. And it's her reproductive system is, is not is thrown off because she never was able to make that 
complete that circuit, get that energy where she wanted it. And then she sets up a dendrite pattern where she has a greater expectation on the next man. So the next time she's with the next man, she's going to do less to arouse him. But what she's expecting is more. So she's like, because the last four men did not please me and I'm so fucking frustrated, I want this guy, he's going to have to work that much harder to get it, and then it's going to take him that much longer to get me there. And so she's setting up a pattern of failure. Because what's going to happen? The next man is working that much harder. He's going through all of the things. She's putting him through all of the things that caused him to have erectile dysfunction in the first place. So it's, it's a vicious cycle. And after like four or five years of that, she just was like, well, you just, well, I just want you to suck it. Don't even stick that thing in me. Just get down there, give me some oil sex, or, or give me some toys, and let's be done with this. And that's where we're at today. That's why the sale of mechanical uh, play, sex toys for the purpose of masturbation are at an epidemic all-time high. They got them all kinds of different sizes, shapes, textures, frequencies. <laughs> that's a whole industry uh, based on, you know, masturbation toys. That's just off the chain. So have, have I answered your question? No. I was on mute. Yeah, I guess. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Mary, for calling in. Um, was that a question out of curiosity, or uh, you are looking forward to becoming a part of the solution to solving erectile dysfunction, even in your personal relationships or as a are whole? You, you asking too many questions, Kaya. Right? No, this no, this is my radio program. This ain't this not the well, FCC. Well, that'll be you gotta make me answer nothing. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can refuse, but it, it's no such thing. So you can't say I'm asking too many questions. All you have to say I is I don't want to answer. That's all you I have to say. say I say right. what I want to say. Oh, okay. Well, talk to the mute button. Caller from the 610-333. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello? Yes, hi. Hi, um... Hi, Master Yale. Hi, Coach. This is Shalonda calling out of Philadelphia. Hey, Shalonda. How you doing? I'm good. All is well. I had a a question for uh, Master Yale because I do practice Tantra, but in the submission and things like that, I tend to come out of the sessions with the energy of the other person. So how do you, what would you suggest so that I don't necessarily take on the things that I'm trying to clear from them and take it on to myself? That's an excellent question. I have the same uh, dilemma myself because when I'm uh, healing people, I tend to, you know, for a few minutes afterwards, I tend to sort of feel sort of a little bit of what they were feeling. And um, Mm -hmm. to some extent, I think this helps me to be a good life coach because I have an idea of what their emotional state is 
But after a while, after 20 or 30 minutes, you don't really want to keep keep holding on to that. Yeah. There, are several, there are several different techniques that you can do. Um, some people find that a spiritual bath helps. And you make a spiritual bath by taking certain special herbs uh, and, 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 and putting them in the water. You splash this water on you for about five minutes, and then you take a shower. Um, okay. Another, another way to do it is with certain incense. For instance, frankincense, if you take it and smudge yourself, or sage, or myrrh, any of those things will tend to clear your aura field. Now, but these things are not very effective in tantric work because if you're starting to, to take on some of the energy of the other person, what it's saying to me is that you're an empath. So if you're empathic, you're different from most people. And an empath, they're built to copy vibration. In other words, they're like a chameleon. The chameleon, it, it, it develops a covering on its skin and patterns on its skin based on the landscape. Same thing with an octopus. So this is what's going on with you. So now, with, if, if that's the case as an impact, the, the way to break that energy pattern is through mantra. And in fact, that's the fourth topic tonight how to use sound waves to change the brain. So now, okay. with these mantras, you want to do a, a mantra called the Amen mantra, A-M-E-N. You want to go to the highest level on the tree of life, and you want to trigger that faculty because that's the reset button, and that throws off all vibration, everything. Okay. It empties the slate. So now you can get this from Pau, Pau Enterprises, T-A-I-U, I think, I'm sorry, T-U-A-I. And there, I think okay. it's Taiwu.com, something like that. There, it's, the, uh, it's the sales arm of the Asar Asset Society. And they're the ones who sell this particular um, mantra. Now, you can do the mantra yourself. You don't have to have the CD, but the CD is better. So, yes. And another, another thing that you can do to throw off the vibration is I have a particular CD that I use to balance the left and right brain. And it uses a particular type of beat and, and, and a certain particular type of mantra, a particular sequence of sound that causes your spirit to throw off all vibrations that you've taken on like that. Now, there are other, other techniques that you can use also, like crystal bowls. So do you know what a crystal bowl is? No. I've heard of them, it's, but I've, I've never used them. Yeah, they're, they're bowls that are, that are made, and, they, and when you strike it, it produces one particular musical note, like a tuning fork. Okay, yeah. You yes. can use okay. a crystal bowl that you have to get the crystal bowl that's your natal note. So you listen to a bunch of them and find the one that, when they hit it, it just makes you tingle all over, and that's your bowl. That's your note. And so you come home into your space, and you hit that bowl five or six times, and you're going to find that it, it, it's just like it slices all that stuff away. Okay. All right? Yes, thank you. Thank you're you welcome. my question. <laughs> 
Hot Tomate. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Shalonda. She always coming in here with some hot with some hot questions, y'all. Good feedback. It's awesome, baby. They told me I wasn't They told me I wasn't dropping enough bombs in here, y'all. My fault. Now in the chat room they're getting on me a little bit. They said they want to hear some more they wanted me to uh acknowledge these callers. I got a couple more callers in. If you're interested in getting in on this chat tonight with me and y'all the call-in number is 347-205-9089. We got about 32 minutes on the live stream. Do not bank on the after party. We do often give them, but don't bank on the after party, okay? Call it from the 804-306. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, sir. Coach Kair, how you doing, man? All is well, big brother. Who is this? This is uh, Chauffeur out in San Diego. What's, I'm sorry, say it again. Shofar out in San Diego. Shofar, what's going on, Lord? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's your comment, question, or feedback from tonight's show? Okay. Um, let me see here. Master Yao, how you doing, brother? I'm doing excellent. Good, good. Okay. Well, real quick, um, I saw you had talked about, um, you were talking about men are built to, you know, just, just putting it really simply, you said that men are built to meet attractive women and have sex. Um, which is, a, you know, the simplification of it, but, I mean, that's, that's ultimately it. So my question was this. Um, I was reading a book by Osho, and he was talking about the balancing of love and freedom and that you should always have both, that you should have, uh, you know, love and freedom. And, of course, this goes to the whole balancing of, you know, heaven and earth. And um, so I wanted to see if you could touch on that because it seems that, of course, you know, both sexes have a orientation, I guess, towards one of them. And uh, as far as, like, with the love, that, that to me is the thing that gives life more meaning, gives, gives life more substance, more roots, um, commitment. These are the things that most of the time we hear women talk about that they want more of. And then, of course, freedom, to me, that's the thing that brings, brings pleasure and the, the ability to, you know, to be able to resist boundaries and re- resist restrictions. And, of course, we see already we're kind of fundamentally set up for uh, opposition in, in balancing these two things. So if you could touch on uh, what that would ideally look like using the, the, the tower and, and healing the modalities that you're bringing to the table with the Grand Trine, balancing freedom and love. An excellent question. And Osho's books are very insightful. I have a great deal of respect for him. Uh, I, you know, I think that the messages that he brought were just uh, astounding. The, 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 the thing that, um, the mistake that I believe, in my opinion, it's not a natural law, it's my opinion. I think that most women are too invested in seeking to possess men, to own them, to have property rights to them. Uh, this whole thing about getting married and having a ring and all of this, um, it has value in the right context, but I think today in a materialistic society, it has not done a service. So women will only uh, try to have a proper sexual relationship in the context of a contract. And, and basically, the only way that they are willing to give their love freely is if the man is under a contractual obligation to them. And that contractual obligation has conditions. And those conditions are monogamy, faithful, 
those conditions are you will do certain things, you will provide certain things for me. And more importantly, it says that you will reject and repel other people, your family, other women, female friends, and that, in other words, you will take me and put me in a place, elevate me, and you will de-elevate and you will uh, degrade all other females. And and it, it doesn't really work uh, because immediately, as soon as you try to set up this type of a boundary of man around a man, you uh, reduce his power, you reduce his vision, you reduce his worldview, and you begin to box him in. And after a while, his charisma, his drive, his libido, you know, diminishes. Um, so I think that the whole freedom piece is key to a man. Now, the other side of that coin is, with freedom comes responsibility. Freedom is not free. So the man should choose to do certain things of his own accord. So one of the reasons so many women are attached to this property thing, why they want to possess the man, is because men are not doing the right thing of their own free will. Because they're not taught to, because most of them don't have fathers, and, and even the fathers aren't doing the right thing. So I think that men have to be willing to take on the responsibilities of caring for women without being forced to. I'll say it again. One of the solutions is that men have to be willing to stand up straight and take on the responsibilities of being men without having a contract to do so. In other words, if a man has to have a contract of monogamy in order to do right by the first woman, something is wrong. If we have to get a license to get married, if we have to get permission from the state before we can get married, something is wrong. If we have to go to a court of law where they deal with criminals to get a divorce, something is wrong. When we bring in all of these contracts into the relationship, into the bedroom, that force us to do something, this is the venue for contracts and commerce. So the reason that the courts were created was not for violent criminals. The courts in this country and in Europe were invented to deal with business matters. And gradually, as the society became more violent, they were forced also to deal with criminal matters. So we have a situation now where a man can have a child and the state will physically remove him from the presence of the child. When you've got a situation like that, it comes about from the fact that the woman wants to possess and control the man that she's relating to in, re in exchange for sex. And, and it's, it's a disastrous outcome. We have a situation where men don't voluntarily try to take care of women. You know, a woman in a community, if she has a child, whether she has them at 14 or 24, men should feel some level of obligation, even if they don't know her personally, if they have any connection to her, if she lives in their immediate neighborhood, 
if they know her family, if they've seen her growing up, or if she's worked for them, or if they have any connection to her, then that woman should have a house. And the society of men should feel some responsibility to make sure that she has a house to raise her children in and food to feed her children. But men stop doing that. When I grew up, it was, it was dying. In my grandfather's day, if a woman's husband died, the other men in the community pitched in and made sure she was taken care of. It was, it was just assumed that if a woman had a baby, men were responsible for making sure she had what it took to raise that child without her worrying about it. And so men have, to, have, have forgotten that. So, I mean, freedom comes with a price. Myself, I will not allow a woman to control me. I, I never promise monogamy. Now, I've never cheated on a woman. And, you know, I mean, you will, you will not find a woman who will tell you differently if she tells the truth. I've never beat a woman or tried to force her into, you know, a particular type of activity or to do what I wanted her to do. But at the same time, I feel an obligation to, to deal with women in a certain way because I am a man. And, and I think that there used to be a time when men felt like that naturally. That's not the case now. So what's a woman to do? And it's a dilemma. It's a serious dilemma that it's a question that maybe it's above our pay grade on the show. I mean, we're trying to deal with it. We're struggling to deal with it. But I don't really have a real solution. I can tell you this. If you're a man and you allow a woman to control you, you won't be a man for very long. If you're a woman and you don't try to possess men and you don't try to control men and you try to love and be free and give them their freedom, you open yourself up to be hurt. But I believe they have to do both. I believe men have to remain free and stand up straight, even if it hurts. And I believe that women have to love freely, give love and accept love freely, and not put contracts on it. Will they get hurt? Yes. But you still have to stand up straight and move forward. Um, and that's my answer to that. Very good. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. Yeah. Boy, tell me about it. I'm going crazy over here. I'm all. I'm talking about this topic. This has got to be trending. This has got to be trending on Facebook, on on, on Twitter. Now you at risk of me stopping the show right there, right now. So I can just because like if 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 this was the if this was the pimp and hoeing game, the pimp would come in and say. Game is to be sold, not told. And you giving up not just game, but you giving up real live tips and techniques. That's what you heard all them sound effects for because you were just you were just coming in you were just coming in picking them off, man, and then I mean that was just that was just amazing. That was that right there was just totally amazing and woe for the people who missed this live show, but uh thank you all who are doing the downloads. Rewind it. 
rewind select about eight minutes and play that last, really play that last 15 minutes ever since, what, ever since 22, 32, the last 17 minutes, y'all, you've been over there. I don't know who you were channeling, but they was they was coming through like straight fire. Hello? Yeah. I'm oh, okay. I'm, I'm listening. I mean, the brother asked a very good question. I mean, I you know, I sometimes think about some of the things that Osho said. And, you know, a lot of the people just didn't just didn't listen to the brother. You know, they they accused him of all of this stuff and and said he was this and he was that, he was hedonistic, you know, he was unmoralistic. He he had a thing that he said, he said, why are you so concerned with what's going to happen in the afterlife? You know, all of this talk about heaven and hell, and it's, you know, the first thing you've got to be concerned about is being alive while you're on the earth. If you don't have a real serious life before you die, then you know your afterlife is going to be screwed up. He said, the first thing is, when you die, be able to say, when you go to judgment, look, I had a good life. I lived my life. I was truly alive when I was on the earth. I wasn't just taking up space and breathing oxygen. I was truly alive. When God looked through my, my experience, when he turned on the TV set that's my consciousness and viewed the world through my eyes, he clapped his hands and said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, you know. And when I die, I want God to say that. I want God to say, look, give me, I want him to dap me five. And say, Man, you had a heck of a life. I, was, I really enjoyed watching you, you know. That was like, that was good. And, you know, and, and the big part of it is you didn't hurt anybody on your way through. Mm. Mm. You, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't lie. You didn't, well, I don't say I never lied. <laughs> He's going to say, you know, okay, maybe you made a few little stiff ups here and there. But for the most part, you didn't try to, you wasn't trying to hurt nobody. You didn't drop no bombs on nobody. You didn't kill nobody, you know. You didn't beat up on some poor little woman. So, I mean, uh, the brother had a lot of good things to say. And, and I appreciate so far for asking that question. Because these are questions that need to be asked. It's, I mean, men, and you, I used to cry. And 20 years ago when I first learned about standing up straight and and I would get in situations, I tell you, man, I used to hate white people when I was like a teenager because they used to throw bricks at us when we were going to school and stuff like that. And I remember the time where this white guy stood up for me and I wanted to hate him. And I busted into his office and everything and I was prepared to curse him out. Back then I was a ball of fire, you know. And he showed me the paper, and the paper basically said, you know, he was helping me out. He was trying to make sure these other white people didn't didn't treat me wrong. And I was ready to beat them. I was ready to beat them down. And you know, I, I felt really bad. I had to back out of the office and apologize. And then I got outside and I looked at the paper and I was like, you know, the whole time I'm hating on this white guy, he's trying to help me. So I really had to just, you know. I really had to look at myself and say, okay, if you're really truly about what you say you're about, you've got to stand up straight. You can't just take this as an individual thing. You've got to reevaluate your attitude toward all white people. And then the more I thought about it, the more I thought about, you know, what happened to me at the end of the civil rights era, 
did not reflect all white people. It was just a few white people that did that nasty stuff. You know, they tried to throw me in the sewer. They tried all this, this nasty stuff. But but most of the white people treated me okay. And I had to I had to really say to myself, well, why why am I hating all white people because three percent of them treated me bad? And that was hard for me. Hard for me. I had to really step back, and I really had to work on myself until I got to a place where I stopped judging white people. And, you know, you want to hate them because, you know, you want to hate them because of the stuff that you saw, because of what those few people did to you. You want to hate them so bad, but I, I couldn't do it. I had to stop hating them because the truth was most of them were, were good to me. So it's the same thing with women. You know, I wanted to say um, when some of them did bad to me, especially after my divorce, when the judge made me pay a lot of money and stuff like that, and the lawyer accused me of stuff and they lied and everything like that, I wanted to hate all women. I, I was so tempted to. You know, I, I remember every injustice a woman had done to me. You know, it just popped up like on a movie screen and said, Women are evil, damn it! <laughs> and you're like, how the fuck could the judge say that shit? After all the good stuff that I did, how could they make me the bad guy and say, I need to pay money, and I need to do this and do that. You know, it was like I was criminal, and I didn't do nothing wrong. She's the one that left me. But if you're going to stand up straight, you have to get there and take a step back. And, you know, it took me a few months, but after a while I was like, you know, that your attitude is just flat up wrong. Most women have been good to you, starting with your mother. Your cousins, your sister, they've been extra good to you. And you had all of these good relationships with women where they were good to you. So now how are you going to get all angry at all women because of this stuff? So when you stand up straight, it hurts. When you stand up straight as a man or a woman, it hurts. It hurts. Let's, let's not fool ourselves. When you do the right thing as a man, it's going to hurt. And so, you know, uh, now, every once in a while, some white guy says something out of the way, but, you know, I, I try to remember the next day the 20 white guys who didn't say the wrong thing because that's the truth. And, and when some woman does me bad, I, the next day I try to remember the 20 women who didn't. And women have to do the same thing. they got to stop trying to possess men. It just does not work. The more you try to restrict and put the brother in the box, the more he's going to try to get out here and get him some on the side. Yeah, yeah, I got a, uh, one of the young ladies, I told her, don't be a chat room secret agent. People do that all the time. They they hear what you're saying, they agree with it, but they're looking for... They're looking to pick it apart and say, well, what about the what about the men? You know, so I say, if you want to have something to say, don't just put it in the chat room. Call in so we can hear your voice. But she is making a valid point of some men do that, not, but it's not standard. And I want to say that to her and anybody listening. The reason y'all is talking about women because more women do it than men. Does everybody do it? Yeah, but we're talking about where it comes from. And I want to bring up the hip-hop song, She Get It From Her Mama, okay? And then She Get It From Her Mama is a um, Willie Lynch song. 
because the mother was terrified, so she smothered the son. When you look at the royal God family, please go to YouTube and, and Google royal God family with Sister Myra. And we got uh, 130 minutes on explaining that to you about how the mother would often smother the son by making deals or shutting down his power when the son wanted to grow up and seek vengeance. But we can't always look at it from a just a black side because Willie Lynch was supposedly written only for black people and slaves and slave owners. But the typical expression of trading and cutting down a man's freedom. See, men want freedom more than women. Freedom is not high on women's priority list. That's a new thing. Women like to be taken care of, coddled, romanced, financed. They like to be kept. You tell them, you find me a woman who says, I don't want to be a kept woman, and we're going to look at her dendrites. And we're going to want to know where she learned it from. But most women want to be in a secure and swaddled like a baby. These women who say, oh, I want to be, uh, I want to be free to do what I want to do. I want to, oh, this man stops me. That's your dendrite pattern. And you're trying to sound like a young, a young man. You're trying to be equal to a man. Please stop that shit. This is my radio station. This is me talking, not y'all talking. Cut that shit out talking about we all equal. We are not all equal. The, 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 uh, the metaphoric phrase, you peace sitting down, uh, means a whole lot. You have your body is built for receiving. You, you don't carry the fire gene. You are not asexual anymore. So we are not equal. Quit looking at the back of the dollar bill talking about whatever it says on there about equality. Scientifically, we're not, okay? So please don't use that as an excuse. But I do still want the sister to call in, but I do agree with her. Some men do the same thing, y'all. They want to trade certain things. I had a client call me. She was in Saudi Arabia. She want, She gets teaching jobs out of the country because she's married to some famous rich person in California, and he won't give her a divorce, and they've been married 16, 17 years, 17 years, and he's strictly got her for a trophy wife. He strictly has her for, uh, you know, she looks good, and he really tries to control every part of her life. You know what I'm saying? Now, he, he showers her with gifts. He showers her with money and things like that. And originally, you know, she bought into that because I think she married him when she was like 17, uh, 17 or 18 or 19. So now at night, from let's say 19 plus 17, she's 36 years old and been faking orgasms five, six, seven years and going 10, 11 months at a time without having sex. Her dendrites are quite disagreeable, wouldn't you say, y'all? Well, I, I, I have to admit that I'm somewhat guilty of that. So I, I, before I can answer your question, I have to first confess. Okay, I've I mean, been confessing myself tonight. Some of the, one of the one of the one of the more satisfactory relationships I had before I turned thirty was with a welfare mother, who you know at the time I let myself believe that she was basically attracted to me for me, but she was basically attracted to me because I had a high-profile corporate job making relatively a lot of money at that time and because she knew that I was very attracted to her because I was and and I probably normally maybe wouldn't have got a shot at a woman like her, but she had two kids 
no ability to take care of them. She was trying to get out of the, out of the project, and when she hooked up with me, she saw her way of doing that. And and I have to tell you that it took me a while to 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 be truthful with myself because she was putting that thing on me so good that I just forgot, conveniently forgot, you know, what was really what was really happening. So she would come to me, you know, Pookie's in jail, her first cousin, you know, can you go down there and do something? And so when I would go down there, you know, I'd have my three-piece suit on, and I'd get Pookie out of jail. Don't know Pookie, you know. But she asked me to do it, and then everybody comes up and pats you on the back. Wow, man, you did this, you did that. And you're like a little chieftain. You get a little prop. So brothers will, will, will sometimes get it. I mean, I used to see the drug dealers, man, in these neighborhoods, and they was living fat because they had clout. And the women used to give them props because they were able to get stuff done. And you can get sucked into that and have your little trophy woman. You can get sucked into that. I got to the place where I, 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 I stopped fooling myself, and it wasn't easy to get there. And I got to the place where, you know, I basically was like, okay, you know, the thing can't keep going like this. She moved. I, I helped her move. I got her a job. And basically we cut the ties and I moved on. But it's easy to get sucked into stuff like that because you're, you're like you're out here in this world and you don't have, you don't get a lot of validation. You're out here in this world and you don't always have access to the women you want. And so I, 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 I sympathize with men in those situations because it, it may take you a few months to really stand up straight. Because if you're, if you're in a society where everybody seems to be against you and then you get into a situation with a woman where she seems to be doing everything to support you and it's not the normal pattern, even if it's for the wrong reason, it's hard to, to just go to walk away. I eventually did. I give myself credit for that. But I can't criticize the person in your example when I did the same thing. Oh, oh, exactly. Look, man, y'all, been there, done that, and it's probably 10 or 12 men listening to the show right now saying, yeah, me too. My thing is neither one of us are justified. And I think that the game that we have to start playing now is who is the bigger person first? Because the women who know that, remember, as Yah was talking about, when he gets to heaven, he wants God to give him a high five and said, you know what, you weren't that manipulative, and when you found out you were manipulative, you changed your ways. So think about it, ladies. Is God going to high five you when you get up there? Don't look for Kair or Yah to high five you because I don't have that kind of pull up there. But are you going to get that kind of high five, be like, you know what, you weren't manipulative. And when you realized you were, you stood up and made a change. So I just wanted to say that, but I definitely wanted to bring the sister on. Baby Wolf, I see you in the queue. Let me bring your vet on first. Uh, this is the sister who who, who had uh, made that comment initially. Uh, call her from the 404-966. Your mic is open. Thanks for calling in to Original Native Radio. Can we get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, great. And just see that. Can you hear me? 
Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for joining okay. us and bringing on this part of the conversation. No oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Everybody, please call in. we got about four minutes left. I guess we're going to have a short after party, 347-205-9089. We will stop streaming in four minutes. So if you're not on the line, you will miss the, you will miss the rest of this. Because I know Yvette is getting ready to drop it. I got Mr. Make It Happen getting ready to come in. And then me and y'all got some more to add. So please call in and hurry up. 347-205-9089. All right. The floor is yours, Yvette. Okay. Um, You know, I'm reading the book. I'm reading Awakening the Master Feminine. And I noticed that, you know, I am the so-called Amazon woman. But the the thing is, I'm finding that men are just as bad as the women, and they play a lot of manipulative games. And so my thing is, what am I to do until the right one comes, or so-called, I mean, but what is the right one? You know what I'm saying? So how, you know, I'm just like, I want to be me. I don't want to be controlled. I don't believe that freedom, I have my own freedom. I need freedom just like a man wants his freedom. Am I wrong for that? I mean, I still want to be a woman. I am very much a woman, and I will play the role, but at the same time, I got to I gotta handle mine. Whew, I'm going to let y'all go first on that one, but I got plenty on that one. Go ahead, y'all. I, I guess... You know, what I'm saying is, you know, we think that if we walk the right path, everything is always going to be good. That's not true. True. I I can tell you that whenever I really have to stand up straight about something, that that sometimes I take a hit. And it's not pretty. I mean, I, I just told a story about, you know, my relationship with the welfare mother, you know. Right. And... And I guess that, you know, at the time that it was happening, a lot of people, I didn't know it, but I'm sure a lot of people said, that no good Negro taking advantage of her, you know, and and just because he got a good job in this, that, and the other. And when when I ended the relationship, I was not happy about that. Because the first thing that she did, angry about the fact that, you know, that, that I... I guess you would say kicked her to the curb. That's the way some people might say it. I mean, even though she knew she knew the reason why. But the first thing she did was to to um, show up at social events with another guy when she knew mm-hmm. I was going to be all dressed up with that nice figure showing. Basically saying, "Why do you really want? Do you really want to give this up?" And so yeah. that hurt. But. But I did what I thought was the right thing. So when you do the right thing, if you're, if you're going back to your feminine nature and bringing your feminine archetypes online, you may get to a place that's not pretty. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a woman to a man and try to heal a man, I know two women last year who took the class, went out and healed the men, and the man said, Bye. I'm healed now, and I'm going out here and find me a different woman. Okay, because but this the, is the reason the man. The reason the man was with them is because he couldn't get anybody else. And okay, as soon as but he was healed, he went out and he left the woman that healed him. Went out and found another woman, left her high and dry. So okay. that ain't right. 
but but okay, but listen to this. What about the man who doesn't want to be healed or doesn't even realize that he needs to be healed? Can I answer that? Can I step in before y'all goes right here? So this is this always happens, I, and I'm gonna say it bluntly and streetly so everybody understands this. Why are you fucking with him? Why why would you? Why, listen, it's three paths. Everybody write this down. There are three paths in life. Only there's a path of least resistance, there's a path of no resistance, and there's a path of most resistance. If you have a man who's resisting it, who's going to be in the minority, because there's something wrong with his dendrites, if you're doing that and he's resisting you, that is a barometer that you are trying to change him. Mm. You want to change him? You don't want to put the, um, you saying, well, I've done all this work in him. We both used to smoke weed. Now I don't smoke weed. Now I want to make him stop smoking. I'm just using that as an example. That's a good one, though. We used to abuse each other. Now I learned on this new science. Now I'm studying with y'all. So now I got to change you. All fruit does not ripen at the same time. All fruit does not ripen at the same time. And then the question is, what right do you have to attempt to change him when you are still a novice and neophyte in the science yourself? All you have to do is do you. He's going to make an adjustment. Go watch the movie. I'm telling you, everybody need to watch the movie Return of the Planet Apes. If you Men are not dumb no more. We used to be stupid as rocks. And then my other part is, who is the first nurturer? Who is the first educator? The person who has the working mammary glands. The woman. The baby is not cleaving to the father trying to get on that nipple. He's learning these things from the mama. So it goes all the way back. Women become our mama. That's what that, that, that's what that term in the Bible is. Did you know that there is no ancient word for husband? There isn't. So these women are taking the place of the mama, and they're saying, we're going to teach you this game. When you say, well, the men are just as bad as the, are bad as the women. Well, who, where they learn it from? Especially if a man, if a man's got good game, if a man's got good game and he's real sharp, he got show enough game from a female. He might have got some of it, some of the gross part of it from the man, but the fine tuning he got from a female. Don't search out the man who taught him. Search out the female and say, you know, or don't search her out. You have to counter what she did. You have to counter. So somebody comes in my house, and we have a rule of taking your shoes off and no smoking cigarettes. And they're a heavy cigarette smoker, and they love walking in the mud. Well, I have to counter. I'm not going to go and say, who taught you how to smoke cigarettes? Who taught you how to be disrespectful? I'm going to say, nah, this is what, this is the pattern that we do here. And that's the thing that we have to do is deprogram. We have to deprogram the blame thing. Oh, what about him? What about him? What about her? What about her? What about her? She this. She this. And and for me, just being from the conscious community, because I'm no longer part of those ridiculous Negroes anymore, <laughs> ever okay. again. They all, you know, some of the men, some of the wisest ones, and and can profound and memorize the Quran and the Bible yeah. and know astrology and got their feathers on and call themselves all these different long ass names and shit. Yeah. It, they get in the parking lot after the meeting and say, "But she, mm. but she." And then I hear the women, the ones who say, yeah, 
we're down with the five percenters. We represent wisdom. We represent wisdom, but you start blaming somebody else. How can mm. you represent wisdom if you're using the blame faculty? They don't go together. Okay. These are all I, old den. These are all old dendrite patterns. Can, can the thing is, more? oh yes, yes. Go ahead. Can, can, uh, let me make this last point, y'all. My last point is. Go ahead, finish. Go ahead, finish. Whoever is whoever makes the move first, whoever becomes the bigger person first, is the ultimate winner. The person who blames somebody else and stays in that state is the ultimate loser. That's Kyrie's okay. take on that. Okay. Thank I, you. I want to. I want to. I want to. Add one thing to that, Yvette. Okay. Is that when I first started, you know, doing right, I expected that women were going to immediately start doing right. But mm. what I had to learn later was that there was an inertia behind me from the years of not doing right. So, mm. yes, all of a sudden one day, you know, in the, in the year 3000, I decided to do right. But for seven years prior to that, I was partially right, partially wrong. So I had set up an inertia of all of those years of not doing completely right that has to be dealt with. And so, I mean, men and women have been doing a certain thing, and then all of a sudden if you switch up and you, you decide to do differently, you still have to deal with the fact that all of these men in your environment have been subject to wrongdoing for a long period of time, and it's going to take them a while to swing around. So I think that um, we want to believe that we are individuals, but you have to atone for everything every other woman has done because that's who's influencing the men. Until the rest of the women change, you can't say that the men are just going to automatically have to come and do right. It's going to take some time. Okay. But I mean, um, what 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 if you had your ideal scenario with a man? What would it look like? Your ideal scenario, where your utopia, the world, you know, where your vet is the uh, center of the world. What would that look like in in three minutes or less? Oh, I, that would be. Um, I mean, I'm a businesswoman. I, I want a businessman. Uh, I want wonderful sex, regular sex. Um, I just want to be happy and at peace. I don't want much. That's that's the whole thing that behooves me about this whole that's relationship thing. Is it? That's a lot. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want much? I mean. So, so let me ask you a question. So you're saying you want good sex from men yeah. that, that have been denied sex. So, so you want good sex from a, a peer group of men who have been denied good sex all their life. You want money from a group of men that you have not that your peers. I'm talking about women all together. You yes. got to spend you got to spend your money in corporate America and have denied <laughs> black men their businesses and their jobs and their money. And you want peace when you have not given black men their peace. And you want just a little bit of whatever. Am I asking too much? But the wow. point is, when he was asking for all of that for years, all of your female peers said, hell no, you ain't getting that. So now, my question is, my question to you is, 
what what is the female peer group today doing to make the men to to give the men reparations? So mm. black people say, well, white people white people should be giving us reparations. Stop laughing, Kyrie, goddamn it! I heard you laughing in the background. Stop that shit. I'm laughing too. I mean. Kyrie is up there laughing at me. You better stop it. So I'm still in <laughs> So now, my thing is, what black women spend $5 billion a year on hair care products alone. Black men don't get none of that. Uh, black women buy about $7 billion worth of housing a year. Black men build about 1% of that. Black contractors. Black women buy groceries in the 25 to $30 billion range, and they buy none of that from stores, grocery stores owned by black men. So now, my point is, what are you going to do in the media? What are your black women peers doing to, to provide reparations for black men? So, so that this man can come along and give you good sex, when you don't want to give him none, when no, that's give not you true. peace, peace. <laughs> when you want to give you plenty of money, support your business, answer me this. What is the group of black women going to do to provide reparations to the black man? Well, okay, I can't, I can't really speak for all the women because, really, I am totally different from most women because, you know, I rock locks. I don't care no, about No, no, I'm not talking that. about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm but, saying, what are black women in general doing? What are they well, really doing? Not what they're going to do. What are they doing okay. right now? Well, right now they're they're tuning in to Blog Talk Radio with Coach Kaya. They're learning. We're doing our best to learn so we can come up. Um, I think that we are more. We are learning to be more supportive of our men, um, and. I think that we're also learning that there is no there is no room for all this, you know, mind yours and I'm not going to give it to you tonight. Bullshit. I mean, it's just bullshit. So, are we going? I think we're we're growing. We're all evolving, but it is like you said, it is going to take time. But it's like, but so, so you, you basically what you're saying is basically what you're telling me is there's some good intentions, but they're not doing nothing. And I'm saying. <laughs> In the Essence magazine, <laughs> all of these magazines, and all of these beauty salons, and all of these chat rooms, and all of these blogs, women are saying nothing about black male reparations. And what I'm saying to you is, but, until they do, your dream you know, is deferred. But you know what? I'm At saying the same that time, you we have need a dream. You're though. asking a lot because what you're I, asking for is you're asking for good sex, good money, good peace, good happiness. Without giving it, no, and I'm saying I that will, I'm willing to give it. And saying I want to withdraw ten thousand dollars, but I'm only willing to put in ten. No, no. So in the last four months, I'm you still, put in ten dollars. Man, you go into the bank teller with a check for ten thousand dollars, saying, "I want ten thousand dollars, damn it! Give it listen, to me now. I'm not asking for but, much." Okay, and the but bank no, my, saying, "But you didn't put no money in. No, How are you going to get any out?" But, Master Yao, let me tell you, my problem is, like, I will support, I mean, I have my own business. I make my own money. Most times I make hey, money. Hey, wait, wait, okay, hey, hey, Yvette, let me ask you this. This is the bar, when you said about the business. This is very important. 
the business is because you don't want a man coming in making more money than you. <laughs> That's why that you're doing all that. Watch, watch this, y'all. Watch this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to do it scientifically. I'm going to pull a Jay-Z on him. Mr. Mr. Make It Happen, watch this. When is your birthday? We're going to look at your character. We're going to look at your Bagua characteristics. When is your birthday? October 25th. What year? 67. So October 67. See, what we're going to do is go and see what your nature is. Because most people don't go. No, 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 no. Hush, hush. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm looking at. You don't because if you did astrology, you wouldn't be talking loud right now. You wouldn't be talking loud because your sun sign is only fifteen percent of your birth chart. So where is your moon? Where is your uh, Venus moon is at? My cancer. My moon what? is cancer. I'm a rising uh, Libra. Your moon is in cancer, and you got a Libra rising sign. You talking about you want your own business? Do you I take care of children? Business. Is your own business have something to do with feminine? And the money that you're making from your own business, like y'all said, when are you going to put some money into some of these black men businesses? Because listen, what I'm telling you, the monkeys ain't dumb no more. Wait a minute. The monkeys ain't dumb no more talking about, y'all, I'm willing. She said, y'all, I'm willing. My intent. Yeah, but you ain't doing it. You ain't doing it. Look, listen, 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 listen. Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. I don't want to mute you now. This is my show. Don't talk over the host. You don't want me to come home as your man. And I told you I wasn't going to cheat on you no more. I wasn't going to have sex. But three times last week, you called me fucking your sister, your cousin, and your best friend. And I keep coming to you and saying, baby, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best not to let my dick go inside of them. But what you going to say? It's not going to be good enough, sweetheart. I'm going to say. If you was my man, you wouldn't have enough. No, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit, (laughs) Scorpio. That's so much bullshit. To the men listening, and you I ain't really tripping. You running game. You run. I know because you a Scorpio, but you can't say that for all of the sisters out here. Remember, it's your peer group, and it's the inertia. You, I'm not gonna allow you to ignore what y'all said. You're not gonna come on here and waste his time. The man just told you something, and now you want to turn around and play games and say, "But if we talking about but if we talking about your current credit score." Your current credit score is I spend money on hair products. I spend money on high-end fashion for me and MAC makeup and all of this. I rock locks, and I spend money with a little money with Bonner Brothers. But I ain't spending no money. I ain't putting no money, and I'm definitely not going to the um, to the bank, y'all, or Kyrie, and go get $3,500 and invest in one of these damn brothers. That nigga supposed to be bringing me some money for my business. Kyrie, they buy bean pies off the corner. That's a major investment in black <laughs> That's their budget. That's their budget, man. That's their budget. That's their budget for black men. Get a bean pie once a month from the brother, and they don't eat it. But they feel sorry for the brother, so they buy one bean pie. <laughs> That's the investment in black men. And I'm just yeah. saying, therefore, when they come up and say to me, I just want, in other words, I, my expectations are not high. I just want, <laughs> and as soon as I hear that shit, I just want, I'm like, damn it, Gumby. Because the men out here trying to get contracts, trying to do business, trying to do stuff, and they don't get no support like that. I mean, all of the black hair care products, most of them will run out of business because black women didn't support them. And you black women are going to get it from the Koreans. They're going to the Koreans and the Chinese buying it. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying that 
If you got $5 billion a year, you could employ 100,000 black men with 10% of that. And they could be making six figures. But no black, no black women are talking about doing that. Why? Because they want to go to the bank and withdraw $10,000 when they only got $10 in the account. Then they come to me and say, well, Master Yow, how come you want me to stand up straight until these black men do right? And I'm saying it may take a long time because black women ain't trying to change none of that. And, and, I'm trying and to say all of these brothers out here, the sisters, because, see, I know I was on both sides of the equation. I have been the man that the women call up 12 o'clock at night for the booty call. And sometimes you get three calls the same night, and you got to tell two of them, I'm sorry, sweetheart, I can't give you the booty call tonight because I'm booked up because I'm all bootied out. And after four or five nights, I have to just take a break and say, God damn it, you know, give a brother a rest. And then my buddies are coming to me crying the blues. Man, I can't get none. You know, a woman did this to me, a woman did that to me. And, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. But here's the thing. I've been on the other side of that, where you're trying to get the woman to the duel or something, whatever, and they give you all kinds of excuses. Well, I, you know, the Reverend said this on Sunday. And I just got my head done. And you know how you are. And, oh. you know, and it's like, well... I don't know if I can trust you, you know, and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm like, so I'm just saying women are going to get what they want when they give what men need. And okay. when you want a man to give you again, this is a dream come true. When you want a man to give you good loving, then your sisters need to be out here in all these magazines, on all these talk shows talking about giving men some good loving. If you want the man to come home making $100,000 a year, then you need to see all of these women on all of these talk shows, all of these celebrities, all of these women that's got these websites where they're showing all of their curves and they're so, they think they're so hot. I want to see some of these peppers start talking about, let's get these women to buy our extensions only from black men. But a, 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 a black a black female or a black male needs to own that business. When, when you get, when I see all of these women who own these little businesses start saying, I'm dedicating 10% of the money I spend on supplies every year, even just all the supplies, 10% are going to go to black men. When I see that, then you're going to come to me and I'm going to say, hey, I got a list of black men that's going to take care of you, sister. I got a list over here. But see, okay. I don't see y'all even having that conversation. So I'm saying when you go to the bank, when you go to the black man's bank to make a withdrawal, they're going to say you overdrawn. Okay. But Yvette, no, I want to say, I want to say that I'm so in love with you right now. For like having, this is this is not little, this is figurative, but having the damn balls to come in here and damn take this in the face like this for your peer group, cause man, y'all just laid into you, you know what I'm saying? So I got I to, I got to, you know what I'm saying? I got to do something, a little something, something for you, you know. Take a little, take a little, take a little chi off, you know what I'm saying? Be a, be a salmon ovation, you know what I'm saying? Somebody get us some water, somebody get us some water, she needs some water right now. But the thing is, though, you stepped up to the plate. You stepped up to the plate, and you benefited 
500 women who, gonna, who, who are listening to this show, or let's say 300 women or 400 women listening and 100 men, 500 people who listening to this show on the download benefited from you. So I would definitely okay. want to thank you, and I see you in the in, in the chat room all the time listening to Coach okay. Kaya's show. So you either trying to learn something or you crazy as hell, one of the two. You know, <laughs> so because if you listen to me and if you listen to me and y'all and Dr. Nardi and the and and, and yes. the Illuminati money and the yeah. and the, and the, uh, astrology, then you you one of the women that's like y'all's gonna have a long list, and I'm gonna have a long list. And okay. what we and what we suggest you do is. Which is gonna be hard now. Separate <laughs> yourself from them other chicken heads. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. That's the first thing that you can do. That's the okay. first thing you can do. They don't want to call in, listen to the call. You try to send them the link to the download. They yep. say, "Girl, I'm gonna keep on doing what I'm doing." This is all you tell them. You say twelve twenty one twelve. You say okay. December twenty first, two thousand twelve is coming around the mountain, and y'all keep on playing. But when I have all these men out front of my house, because I had a conversation about investing in them, right, don't y'all come exactly. trying to get the one that's in the back of the line. I'm taking the whole damn line. That's and right. also, please tell your women to stop that bullshit that you tried earlier. This is a this is an announcement to all the women. Just one thing. Everything else you said was like pretty good, but you you said one blue ribbon bullshit thing that women say all the time, and that is, if you was with me, you wouldn't be going nowhere else. Let me tell you a shocker. Y'all did not tell y'all this. I want to say congratulations to y'all because this is eighth show in a row. Big ups to y'all tonight. But I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. That y'all has not told y'all in eight weeks. So y'all, you can call me after the show and cuss me out and be like, Kaya, you wasn't supposed to give this up. But ladies, here's the new truth. Just because you got a pussy don't mean we're going to do what you say no more. Just because you lay on your back and open your legs is not enough anymore to keep a, bro- a high-caliber brother like Kair, like Yao, like Hotel from Hustle University. You ain't going to keep no CEO with just okay. your coochie. So right. go please run tell that. Tell all, okay. the, tell all the chicken heads, look, girls, we're going to have to do something else. Because okay. I would, I mean, I'm going to tell you a real story, and i got to get to these other callers. Mm-hmm. I, um. Lord, I don't even know if I want to even share this story. But I know I'm a, I'm a modify it. I'm a modify it. What comes out your mouth can cause Kyrie to have erectile dysfunction and no longer desire to damn get with you. Okay. And Ky- and for the women who know or who have experienced it, who I've got good love from, and I'm not I'm not bragging like Aunt Maggie said, no brag, just fact. Kaya lays it down because I bring the whole package in. I love thirty to forty five minutes of foreplay. I love cunnilingus. I love the tantra. I love doing the energy work before and after she have an orgasm, and I love stroking you. I love beating it up. I love chasing you around the room. I love giving you all the adventure and everything. You women spoil that by coming out your mouth wrong and talking at the wrong time. Okay. Talking at the wrong time. Not you. You didn't do it. I don't know you. But okay. it has happened. It has okay. happened. And then I and they'd be like, Well, let me just let me just rub on it. Come on, let me just no, it's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. Some of us who 
us cerebral men who listening to y'all and listening to me, you got to watch what come out your mouth. And okay. don't think that you can just, oh, I'm going to just open my legs and this will make it all better. No, 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 because that other sister, she's over there doing what you doing what you wouldn't do. You say, well, I'm giving you pussy. I'm sucking your dick. Yeah, but she's listening. She's quiet. You know what I'm saying? She's supporting my dreams. Do not be a dream assassin. A lot of women are dream assassins, and a man is looking for somebody to give him dream CPR. If you try to kill my dream, forget about looking at my dick. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> so okay. That's, and, and, and it's a two-way street, you know what I'm saying? But yes. right now I, I'm, I'm saying this because I'm trying to give y'all sisters an advantage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Watch what come out your mouth and watch how long we stand up in it, like Clarence Carter say. <laughs> that's what's up. Right. <laughs> that's what y'all want. Okay. okay. I'm going to call Thanks. you for um, an, an astrology reading, too. Yeah! Yeah, yeah we don't want that, damn it. Okay. That's right. Mm, yeah. Just, uh, that's, oh, September. And by the way, we're going to go through the, um, your Bagua character map is a soldier. So make sure you I remind am. me. Yes. No, 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 okay. no, no. Not just because in your mind and you got game like a man. No. I'm talking about numerically from the Bagua okay. character map book. You know, in the I Ching, you fit that. So that's not nothing yeah. to brag about because if I call Uh-oh. you out and tell you the downside of it on the air, you'll be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I don't, okay. don't want to be no soldier no more. You want to be a phoenix. All you ladies want to be phoenixes. That's what you want to okay. focus on. Be a phoenix. Well, Yvette, before you go, I yes. know we were tough on you, but uh, you know, if I ever see you in person, you're entitled to 30 minutes of free table work because we have okay. been tough. All right. All right. I'm going to remember that. Okay, thank you. And I love your book, too. I'm loving the book, yes. Thank you. All right, peace. This is a dream come true. (laughs) That's right. That's a dream come true when a woman says, I'm loving what you do, y'all. Y'all, you got 30 seconds to tell me how that feels when a woman says, I'm loving what you do, (laughs) y'all. At that point in time, I'm not going to be talking. I'll be in my right brain enjoying her. So I want everybody to buy the book, Awakening the Master Feminine. If you like what we're doing on this show, I want you to do two things. I want you to send $20 or more to Coach Kyrie's fund, and I want you to take the other $20 and buy the book, Awakening the Master Feminine. If you already got a copy, I don't care. Buy another copy. Give it to a knucklehead out there or a chickenhead, whichever you got friends. I want you to buy that book, damn it. And support Kyrie, and let's turn this around. I'm up here giving people a hard time, but why? Because I want to see them become the highest and best version of themselves. I want this story to change. Next year, this time, I want us to be arguing about something different, because I want us to have solved these problems. And that's all I got to say. Powerful, powerful. And if you would like to honor the request, I want y'all to get the books. I be pushing y'all's book, and, and and it makes me, you know, it's very humbling for someone to ask on my behalf that you make donations. My page is CoachKDonations.com, I'm sorry, dot .info, or you can go to Relaxation is the Key and click on Donations, and I really, really appreciate it. And I don't, even when somebody give me donations, you still see that you qualify for something. I may call you back and be like, thank you, let me give you a 30-minute reading. 
You never know, because I always believe in paying it forward, because I'm not a good receiver. I don't know how to just sit back. I ain't never had a woman buy rims for me. I ain't never had a woman spend no money on me on my birthday. None of that. So, I'm, so I don't have a dendrite for receiving from women. You know what I'm saying? So I always, I'm a hustler. I believe in exchange. So even for me, receiving donations was big to me. People was like, you don't have no donations page up? But I can't rely on them. So I still offer services. But, yes, it does cost money to keep this show on board. Um, And I appreciate y'all, you know what I'm saying, forever for just even saying something like that because we've been on the phone almost two hours and a half, and I ain't even saying nothing about it. But anyway, let me... um. I got to get over here. I got to open up my main man. I ain't even going to call the number out. Y'all, this is how some of us do. Watch this right here, y'all. Ow, ow! Illuminati money. Illuminati money. Mr. Make It Happen is in the building. What's going on, guys? Man, hey, man, everything, everything, man. Uh, Matthew, listen, brother, I just want to say thank you so much, um, some of the things that, that that you were saying, I swear you were channeling me. Um, you know, I, I swear. I mean, the, the the way that I felt about women after my divorce, um, the things that I did to take care of women, uh, who 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 you know, what I'm saying, who I didn't, you know, who I knew weren't worthy, but I still did it just because because they had the banging body. You, you feel me? And, and so so that, that's something. Um, man, that's this show right here. It's just been an upliftment to to my my whole spirit, and and, uh, and I was speaking to my queen, uh, you know, doing this. I was like, listen, we we gotta we gotta get our 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 tantra on for real, because this is some real stuff, man. So I I definitely want to just thank you for for the show tonight. This this is actually my my first time I've listened to the entire show live. I listened to it in the archives, but not live. So it's an experience. Thank you so much for, 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 you know, showing us an honor like that. You've honored us by, you know, coming on and, and telling us and telling me that. And believe me, you know, that really helps me as much as anything when people, you know, just tell me stuff like that, that they appreciate me. And I appreciate you, my brother. Oh, man. And let and, me and, and tell you, you know, and, and, and I appreciate my, my, my brother from another mother, Coach Kyrie. Kyrie, I'll tell you, you know, since, since the time that you and I hooked up a couple years ago, man, my my life has changed for the better, man. So I, I appreciate you, sir, so much. That, that, you know, all day, bro. That's why teamwork makes the dream work. I'm trying to change and turn some of these men around. So Yvette oh, yeah. and the other sisters, they can't say. Well, what about him? See, I can say, well, I got, I got, I got one right here. See, I, we got a long list, Yvette. We got a long list. We wasn't bluffing. We wasn't like making up nothing. Like, this brother calling in right here, he one of many soldiers that's listening in who's lining themselves up and getting ready. But he's one of the smart gorillas. He's not one of them dumb monkeys no more. We're making smart gorillas out here. So we ain't got no more mattress monkeys out here. Well, all we got now is these intelligent Caesars, these leaders, these, these, these monks, these super role models who willing to bring the world to your feet if you only get in line. Go ahead, big brother. And also, you know, I want I want to say this to, to uh, Yvette and all the other sisters and listen, listen, sisters, stop saying that you don't want much. You want a lot. First of all, you got to be very specific and write down what it is you want. Because if you say I want a businessman, what if you get a businessman but he's gonna cut your arm off? 
You see what I'm saying? But but you got the businessman. You attracted. I just want a businessman and someone I can just be honest and trust and I can just love and give them mad sex all the time. No. Be specific. Write it down. Write down. <laughs> Right, right down to the nth degree that like I want a businessman who 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 loves to generate money as much as I do and help others. That's what you should say versus saying I want a businessman. Well, your businessman could be the panhandler on on on, on the, uh getting off on Old National off eighty five uh, with a sign up. Talking about, talking about, this, talking about this, this my business. <laughs> talking about this my business. <laughs> That's right. But you, but that's, I want a businessman. You got me, baby. Right here, I need a shower and and a forty ounce. <laughs> that's that's so real because and 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 I'm gonna ask y'all to next week really talk about the law of attraction because magnetically the cells in your body are going to attract what you are. You know what I'm saying? So and I and I learned this the hard way. I don't want a clone. I want a compliment. And Yvette, I want you to think on that. Do you want somebody just like you? Cause then he's he's cutthroat like you. He may cut your throat. Or do you want a compliment? And I picked this up when I first met y'all. He he probably don't even remember. He taught me this. But there's two seats. I want everybody to close their eyes and visualize two chairs in front of them. Two very comfortable chairs. And one of them says king, and one of them says queen. And ladies, you rush in the room, and you see those two chairs, and you say, for me to be the boss, I got to sit in the king's seat. And who? And the rule is, whoever sit in the seat first, they stay there. Now, that only leaves one other seat for that man to come in behind you. He was parking the car. He was tipping the valet, whatever. He come in, and there's only a queen seat for him to sit in. Now, what I'm saying is, if you pick the young energy, you're not going to attract a young man to put you in your place, quote-unquote. You're going to attract a sissy. You're going to attract a man with no backbone. If you don't know how to be yin, I, I wish Alana was still on the line. That's one of our phrases on team success. When you come to get consultation and coaching from Coach Kyrie, if you get that platinum diamond package, i let you know that win with yin. W-I-N, W-I-T-H-Y-I-N. If you line up with what God gave you, you will never lose. But if you false flag, which means you go sit in the fire element, but your body is not wired for fire, then you're going to get a man who's a false flag. And then it's going to be like two ugly people having sex, making ugly babies, which I think y'all should stay together. I'm not even trying to break y'all up no more. You know what I'm saying? Because then somebody ugly be trying to get with somebody fine. No, we don't want that. Get in the queen's seat. Sit your ass down and maybe a little uncomfortable because you thought that you had and your brain was programmed and you had the dendrites and said, well, if I don't do it, listen, because we don't talk about this enough, neither on my show is, where's God at in the equation? You act like you got to do everything. Proverbs 3, 5. Don't make me go to my holy roller days. Lean not to your own understanding. First thing women say, well, if I don't do it, how is it going to get done? Well, get down on your knees and pray. Get down into your meditation uh, 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 posture and go inside 
and honor yourselves. Back to the very beginning of the show tonight where y'all said about your eating habits. How are the foods that you are eating influencing the way that you think and act? If you have an acidic body, then you definitely, as a female, going to be moving in the young energy. And then if you're too alkaline, you're still out of balance. You must get in the middle of the road. This men and women, men and women, all of this fanatical stuff, it's not going to work. You're going to crash and burn. Don't crash and burn. It's like That's the difference between Taekwondo and Tai Chi. Taekwondo, you can get a black belt in two years, but shit, in the next six months, you ain't interested. Tai Chi takes 20 years to master. 20 years, it's a gradual process. Stop wanting the microwave relationships. Cause all, have you ever put some McDonald's fries in, in the microwave and heat them up? How long do they last, baby wolf? Uh, they're horrible. Not long at all. They are horrible. Horrible. Uh, you can't re-drop well, well, them in the grease. Oh, no. You know? It, it's over. <laughs> so, it's over. y'all, if, if you want that long-range relationship that's got all those things in it that you say, I don't want that much, then you're going to have to go back to some home cooking. The home cooking type of uh, home cooking type of thing. Like my mama right now is enticing me so much, she making it so hard on a female to get me right now. <laughs> cooking all around here two, two or three times a day. Got all kind of good food out here. Kissing me on my forehead and telling me she loved me. What do you think these women? <laughs> they, my mama making it tough, tough for y'all out here. And me and Baby Wolf and y'all, we making it tough. You know what I'm saying? We making it tough on these brothers out here. Because brothers like us who stand up, you ladies get used to it. And we want y'all to get used to this manliness. Ask the ladies who be around Kair. You are forbidden to touch the door. If you go out with me and Baby Wolf and you touch a door, it's a sin. It's almost like a yellow flag on the play. And, and, and coach, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell y'all, ladies, and and and, and, uh, and master, y'all. I'm gonna tell you. The, the one thing that I learned um, in, in my first initial, I think I think this probably was my like fourth conversation with Brother Kair. He was like, because he seen the things I was going through in order to you know to to attract a new woman in my life. He said, if you want if you want to attract a real woman, you need to write down what it is that you really want about a woman. And, and and don't expect it to manifest immediately. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't expect it. I'm telling you when you write it down on paper, like Juju Mom said, when you write it down on paper, it makes paper. So when you write down what it is that you truly want with yourself, for yourself first, for your life. Once you write that down, then everything else will come in line. But you have to be sure of what you want first. You know what I'm saying? You want mediocrity, you're gonna you're gonna get that. If you want, if you want, if you want glory and greatness, and you write that down, you're going to get that too. It may take a long, it may take a while, but nothing great comes fast. Nothing. Bong bong. Man, let me get to some more of these callers, Mister Make It Happen, man. I love you, man. Thank you for keep calling in and support, this is a dream man. Dream come true. And no doubt, but Master, y'all, thank you so much, brother. I'm, 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 I mean, I'm going to buy your book tonight. <laughs> thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Baby Wolf with mastering the um, um, awakening the master feminine. All I'm gonna tell you, big brothers, I'm on page thirty and it's cheesecake. Like you can just take two pages 
and put it in your pocket and go outside and practice and put smiles. You have women grinning. You might have to change the name to uh, Mr. I Make Them Grin or something. Hey, I, can, you, I can do that, too. I know that's right. Let me get to this next caller. Caller, caller from the uh, 832. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Please, please. Can you hear me? This is Nikisha calling from Houston. Woo-hoo! There go Nikisha! This is a dream come true. <laughs> I love it when them dying piece divas fall in. The floor is yours, my dear. You can damn say any damn thing you want. Shit, you're a ton trigger. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm working up to that. I'm working with my brothers to get there, definitely. How you doing, Master Yao? I'm doing great. Thank you for calling. Yes, yes, indeed. I have a question for you. Um, what I have been finding is that uh, now that I have um, uh, come to understand uh, Tantra from um, the Tower of Tantra, as you relay it, and I am uh, in the process of healing and transforming in my own life. I have a lot of my female friends that have seen this, and I'm, you know, talking about it all the time. And they're very much interested, but they look at the relationship that I am in, and I have a very supportive mate in my healing and transformation and walking on this path together. So I asked specifically, I have two friends that want uh, their mate to... (laughs) To uh, also, um, you know, learn about the tantra for the healing and things of this nature, because the two wouldn't want it so much for themselves. And um, I'm not sure how to approach it. I'm not sure do I approach it in a manner of, well, if they, if your if your man is not receptive to getting that information from you, then maybe that's not front for him. Or uh, should my mindset be that of, you know, if if the information is free, it, I'm, I'm, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that I'm trying to be in a place to a place where uh, I, I'm, I'm getting uh, mixed up in my words. I'm trying not to be in a. I'm trying not to be in a place where it's kind of like I'm be very honest. I have to be blunt. You know, fuck that nigga. If he ain't trying to hear, if you trying to present the information to him, and he not trying to go there, and you need this for yourself, you need to kick him to the curb. I'm trying to get out of that mindset and get into a mindset of, you know, if the information is given to to him and he's receptive to it, it can be healing and transformative for both of you. Because what I find is that both of the women are saying that their men will not listen to them if they present this type of information to them, and they tell them <laughs> that their men don't, you know. Their men won't. I won't say listen to them, but let me say this. Let me say this. I I got Mm -hmm. the gist of what you're saying. Yeah. Basically, be authentic and straightforward, but but you know you don't have to really be uh, raw in in terms of um, trying to change people. Basically, you should be straightforward to them and just tell them what really is happening. If, if this is helping you, tell them it's helping you. If you think mm-hmm. it will help them, tell them it will help them. And they should go at the man straight on, as honest as possible. If he rejects it, he rejects it. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know that they've got to kick him to the curb as a consequence of that. We can't always get everything we want. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes the best way to reach the man is for your man to go to that man. Sometimes a man needs to hear it from a man. Okay. So, okay. Um, you know, I would say if 
if you do it this way and that doesn't work, then the other way to approach it is energetically. In other words, there are ancestors, there are elementals, there are spirits. And so if you can't achieve it and you know it's necessary, then you and those women get together, start a book club, read the book, and at the end of that night, do what Kyrie said, pray, or do a, a meditation, or do an invocation okay. or a libation, and ask the spirit world, or even ask the big God. I mean, something like this is important. You could even go to the big God on something like this and say, look, we need some intervention up in this mug, and, yeah. and just leave it like that, because you ain't alone. You know, I'm not alone. I've got a whole bunch of stuff around me. And every once in a while when I hit the wall and I bounce back and I'm all scarred up, I get on my knees and I say, well, look, y'all, I, I tried. I ran into the brick wall. Can y'all help a brother out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you were getting the gist of what I was saying. That's definitely what I was looking for. Those were some of the things that I was thinking about, but I didn't want to get in my own way, and I wanted to make sure I had guidance on the situation. I didn't want to, you know, uh, you know, lead them in, uh, you know, in the wrong direction. So, just, yeah, tell them straight I, up. just tell them straight. Be honest and straight. Say, look, this is what you need to do, and stop beating around the bush. Come right out and tell the man. Say it to him yeah. plain. And a woman can can say things in a way that men want to hear it. If they if they if they come to him, you know, in in a feminine way and say it in a feminine way, a lot of times men will do it just because of the way you say it. But okay. if that doesn't work, if that doesn't work, they should not lie. And if, if they shouldn't threaten them like they're going to kick them to the curb if he doesn't do it. That's not the way to go. The way to go is, if that doesn't work, use your spiritual power. A woman okay. can visualize something. She can visualize it. She can go to her ancestors. She can go to her spiritual power. And, 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 and attracted to her. She okay. can visualize it happening while her kundalini is raised. Visualize the man cooperating. If it's, if, it's with, if it's something that's in tune with his DNA, if it's something that's in alignment with what he needs to do, there mm-hmm. is a way to make it happen. I see. All right. Thank you. Um, Kair's two cents worth is check their intentions. Because any woman that's crying, he won't listen to me, then what has she been telling him before? You see what I'm saying? She, if you keep crying mm-hmm. wolf so many times and then you done blew all your resources and then you come with something real, he he looking at your credit in the past. Most of the time when you want me to listen to you, you're trying to control me. I want my freedom. So obviously you're not going to bring me nothing that's going to give me my freedom, and I don't trust mm-hmm. you. And a lot of people don't realize that they're living in um, uh, 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 mar- marital hostage situations where you, where both of y'all are hostages, living hostages to one another. And there ain't no Ooh. honesty in the relationship. So for me, tell the lady she should be honest and practice that for at least three months before she try to introduce anything to that man. I'm talking about a new tea, a new Ooh. toilet paper. I'm talking mm. about new gas in the car, a new way to mm. get to work, a new sexual position. If you ain't mm. honest, ladies, then forget about it because the smart monkeys are here. Kyrie's going to keep educating them, and we're going to keep peeping out the game, and we're going to keep saying, get out my face with that bullshit. 
The way to get to our heart and heal us is with honesty. Don't come say, listen to me. You need to be reading this book right here that y'all wrote. It'll help you understand me. For what? I see that you're angry and you lie a lot and can't be honest to me. I don't need to read no book for that. So she got to change the basics. She got to change the basics before y'all come in. Y'all teach us advanced lessons. He make it seem basic. But if that woman is not ready to embrace honesty, you go run tell that. Say, Kaya said if you ain't going to be honest, then you forget about it. I can't fool with you, Kaya. You too, you too real. You too real. You too real. December 21st, December 21st, 2012. You know, I navigate by these sun, moon, and stars. Ain't nobody got time to be playing. Somebody, yeah. A few of us going to make it, and a whole bunch of them going to drown. I'm like Noah right now. Do you want to be on the boat or off the boat? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. All right. Allah, this is a dream come this true. This is a dream come true. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got all the messages. You said we got all the messages. I said y'all got all mess- all the messages for the women to run back and go tell that. You, it, that should be the title of the show tonight. Go run tell that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna have a run tell that message for the men too when they start calling in. This is the thing: women are advanced. To me, I think that the women are intellectually more advanced. That's why we have more women calling in. Men are slower. Go back and run tell that your man is slower, so he's slower to catch on. Oh. But we sniff everything out like blood hunt, bloodhounds. We sniffed out your sex, and we'll sniff out if you lying or not. I know that's right. Know that's All right, right, babe. Thank you, sweetheart. Right. Let me get to these other two callers before we get up out of here. All right, take care. I see. We got them rolling tonight, y'all. We got them rolling. That's down there in Houston. Y'all get ready, master. Y'all will be in Houston soon. We already manifesting and writing it on paper. Y'all get ready. Call her from the 864-684. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace and love, everybody. This is Shanita calling out of South Carolina. How's everybody doing? All is well. How you doing, Shanita? I'm doing pretty good. Enjoying tonight's show, as always. Um, one of the things I wanted to do was first ask uh, Master Yao, his book, is it in? Is it available in ebook form? Or is it just no, hard copy? It, it's in hard copy right now. We are making some major changes as we speak, and quite a few things are getting ready to happen in the next few weeks and months. We're going to be offering an on a class, uh, uh, as I announced at the beginning of the show. We're going to be all, all we're, we're creating a virtual class platform where we can off broadcast the classes on Skype real time. We're also going to be uh, changing the books to ebook, and we're going to be publishing the book Awakening the Master Masculine. Um, oh, so we're, we're generating uh, more funds now. <clears throat> our, uh, our prosperity is growing. And our first project is to change the office to a broadcast studio. And then uh, after that, we're going to be um, uh, publishing the other book. So look for all of those things coming. Uh, right now, we do not have it in the ebook um, because I, you know, I just been doing other things this year, and I just haven't turned my attention to that. But that's now on the radar, and it's going to be happening soon. But uh, in the meantime, the, the more hard copies I sell, 
the quicker I'm going to get to the evil. <laughs> okay, and that's wonderful. Those are some 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 nice changes that are that I'm looking forward to. So, um, yay to that! And thank you for all of your work that you've done. Um, you and you know, Coach Kyer, um simply being able to bring us this information um, is something that I really, really appreciate because, I mean, there's some people out there who have the information and just don't share it. So thank you for um, for not being so stingy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, a, I got another this is book a dream I want to true. I want to also talk about the book, The Oracle of Kenton News. Uh, it's a novel, but I'm telling you right now, you will get a lot out of reading it, a lot out of reading it, and especially some entertainment, too. So I just want to throw that out there. And okay. thank you for your comment. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Can you repeat the title of that book again? The Oracle of Kinsanu. It talks about the ending of the world, and then a new world is created, or the earth is remade, and, new, and the, the humans that's left have to rebuild the world and they have to find a way to reestablish the oracle portal that was destroyed. And a, a water sprite, an elemental creature, gets in the game, and she changes four human females, and it changes the course of human history. And that, that, that's when the book starts. So the book talks about this, these four young females and, and how they have the potential to change things, but they don't know it. And what happens when, when human society is just about the earth is about to be destroyed a second time, but uh, they find out that the secret to the portal, you know, has been given, and then man struggles. They, they struggle to try to control it, and man almost kills himself a second time in his quest to try to get the power. And it talks about, you know, not repeating the mistakes of the past, because the past age is the age we're living in now, prior to 2012. And when you, when you read the book, it's based on Tantra. The love stories are based on Tantra. The love scenes are based on Tantra. And uh, a lot of the uh, stuff that's going on in the book is based on, you know, uh, the cultures that we saw in the past. So it's, I think it's a beautiful read. Of course, I wrote it, but still, a lot of people <laughs> who read the book really love it. And it puts you in your right brain. It's an excellent thing for a man to read to a woman. It's an excellent book for a woman to read to a man. So if you if you go on a date and you're not ready to give up the pants yet and you want to give the man some pleasure, read twenty pages out of the book to him and you know and, and you know and then you know and then promise him something later. I don't know. <laughs> or if you're on a long trip to the beach and you've got to drive for two hours in heavy traffic, take the book along and read to the person that's driving. And I think you will see that it will help your sexual life. In fact, I'll guarantee it or your money back. Okay. Voila. There we go. Right. Thank you. And Thank you. Um, uh, I'm sorry, another Gloria. Thing. Do I have time to, to make another comment or statement? Go ahead, because uh, the next yeah, the, yeah, the next caller. We got one more caller after you. Okay, okay. Um, I wanted to refer to um, Yvette and her her comments and questions. Um, I would like to invite every every woman, every black woman who's listening, and um, and 
all over the world to please become a member of the Black Woman's Agenda. Um, if you don't know who Sister Leva is, she is a phenomenal um, Black woman. She is very knowledgeable, and one of the things that I love about being a member of the Black Woman's Agenda is every Sunday morning at eleven o'clock um, Eastern Eastern Time, we have what we call a Sunday class, um, and it's a, a video conference um, on WebEx. And if you don't have a computer, you can also call in to listen, but she covers all types of topics dealing with relationships, businesses, how how to attract the right man, um, raising our black children. Um, she is a phenomenal woman. She's written several books, but um, just to make it quick, um, you can become a member of the Black Woman's Agenda by visiting her website, www.theblackwomansagenda.com. Okay, and um, again, her name is Sister Latava. Um, Sister is abbreviated S I S, and then L E T A V A. So look her up on Facebook. Um, check her out. Um, she is a very wise woman, and we can all learn so much from her. Um, so that was kind of what <clears throat> I wanted to throw out there for Yvette. Thank you. And if you do get in contact with her, tell her to get in contact with Coach Kyrie. I would love to have her on the air. Okay, okay, I certainly will. All right, and my number is 336-587-1215, 336-587-1215, and Coach Kyrie at Gmail is the number, I mean the email address. Okay, do you um, know of her new book, It Is Time? Excuse me? Uh, she has just written a new book called It Is Time. Um, it is It is a very, very good book. I just finished reading it today. Um, but it's it's a good read that you might want to pick up. Okay. Well, let me get to the next call, and then we can talk about that later. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Caller from the 336-451. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Please, this Stills calling out of 336 Greensboro, North Carolina. Yo, was good? My man Stills is in the building. This is a dream come true. Please, please, Peace to the family, How you doing, man. Y'all, hey, what's man. going on, man? It's all good. That's what's, what's up, man. Yo, you got man, about three. Just, mi- you got about two and a half minutes still, so you better talk a little. Hey, yo. I know you just be laying it out sometimes, but you better give it to us. That's what's up. Um, really, man. At this point, I mean, I had my hand raised up for a minute, and I mean, so much information has come through since then. Like, I don't even really know what to say, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, I wanted to thank you, Kaya, just. Having this show, man, this network, this, you know, I've been following you for a minute, but um, Master Yao, you know what I'm saying, we met in 2009, I think, you know, A&T, we came out with Juju Mama. Um, I've been tuning in, like, I was just in the library, and I seen you pop the, uh, the post up on Facebook, so I started listening, and I just had to get on the phone, and I've been on ever since, even on my way home, but, um, man, I just... There's so many people I want to thank. I want to thank all the, the sisters that called in, shared all the information. Um, man, this is like, I mean, Kyrie, I know you know pretty much what I'm going through right now, but it's just a whole lot of big things happening, man. I'm really excited, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm in this, man. Like, it just feels good to see people coming together like this. So, Still, you ought to go to my Facebook page and hit me with a message with your email, and I'm going to hit you with the new class info. So you can get in with the improv. 
So make sure yes, you sir. hit my Facebook page and hit me a message with your email. I'm going to hit you with something because I know what you're trying to do down there. Yes, sir. That's what's up. I'm on it. I still appreciate that for calling in, Lord, and showing us that support, too. For sure. All right, Lord, peace. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.